assholes. All you guys lied. You, 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 media. All you guys lied. But this, this, this whole thing in sports now is turning into a big circus. Circus. Sorry, y'all. My phone. Boo me, cheer me. Those are gonna cheer me. Gonna cheer me. Those are gonna boo me. Are gonna boo me. Boo me, cheer me. You wanted me to jump off the bridge. I finally jumped. I'm 40 years old, not 20 and 30. You're a good ball player. You've proved it. You know, you've done this. You've done that. We're all supporting you. I've never heard that before. Fiction, fiction. All you guys lie. Fiction, fiction. You, 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 you. Fiction, fiction. All you guys lie. Fiction, fiction. Can you get my son in this? Hello? Well, I'm tired, 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 tired. Well, I'm tired, tired. Hello? All you guys lie. You, 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 you. All you guys lie. Tired, tired, tired. You wanted me to jump off the bridge? I finally have jumped. Hello? Hello? Yeah, we forced you to do it, Barry. Go ahead and jump, okay? We'll pack your sandwich on the way down. Or maybe some roids. He's a real pain in the ass. Barry Bonds, but it's opening day! Oh, oh yeah, and don't you know that every year we get that same song and dance from people who say, Oh, but it's opening day, Neil. Now, I've been a baseball, or at least I used to be a baseball fan from when I was a little kid 100 years ago. And I just don't understand this thing. If you're not interested in baseball, why would you be interested in an opening day? I can understand if you don't follow it much during the season and you pay attention to the World Series, because the World Series is hoopla and hype, you know, or like football. If you don't pay any attention all year, then you watch the Super Bowl, because it's a happening. It's a thing, right? Even George watches the Super Bowl. Not. I do. Not. Not. No, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. But if you're not a baseball fan, what is it that makes opening day so, oh, gee, Neil, as usual, you're so out of touch with the uh, mainstream out there, to which I say, thank God. Oh, that's one thing I got going for me. Anyway, here's a fax from Henry in Miami to start today. We also got a fax from Lyle, and, of course, we're going to identify Lyle before the show is over today. Henry in Miami says, Neil, thanks so much for entertaining and sometimes educating your South Florida listeners over the years. Thanks for looking around there, Henry. Because of your show yesterday, you've spurred me to research the Catholic Church. Oh, my gosh, she said. Oh, my God. Right. The things I've read just about the Inquisitions, for example, those sadistic torture devices the church used to kill millions over a period of a thousand years, the persecution of Galileo, and let's not even mention the Crusades. Wow, 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 he says. Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. Wow, wow. P.S. I put 40 bucks in my gas tank today. It wasn't even filled. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. And guess what, Henry and Miami? Uh, we set a new record today. 220 for regular is the All average right. price. Who said we can't excel? Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. Thank you so very, very much. We're just ecstatic. Anyway, it's opening day. We got Mo out at the ballpark. Oh, speaking of Mo, so I'm driving to the eye doctor, my ophthalmologist, yesterday. Thank you, Dr. Marvin. You're the best. I got a great ophthalmologist. I've been going to him for years. He's great. Huh? He's good. He is. So anyway, I'm driving up there, and I'm listening. I got, of course, QAM on. I wouldn't dare. Although, well, let me get to that in a minute. No, seriously, when I was coming back, Mad Dog went into a break, and I punched over to the 790 to um, whatever that thing is, the ticket. And uh, it's, it's basically, see, all these sports shows. It's, uh, well, and I don't care what Duff says. I don't know what his story is. Well, we know what he says. You fairy. But uh, they're talking the same stuff. Well, the Marlins and Al Leiter, this, and the pitching staff. And I thought, you could turn to any sports show, and it's all the same stuff, except, of course, for the people who are doing the talking. And I'm going to say it again. Because we have Hank Goldberg and because we have Jim Mandich, that's why we have the big numbers, and that's why it, it makes a difference. Because people are tuning to hear them and hear their personalities and hear what they have to say, and because it's them. See what I'm saying? What are you saying? As opposed to just listening to a bunch of people who sound like high school kids talking about, uh, oh, the Marlins may have a great season this year. You know, and, uh, and I can't even tell one from the other. They all sound the same. But anyway, so I'm listening to uh, Mo on the web to the eye doctor. 
and he gets a call shortly into the show from some guy, obviously a crank. See, Mo needs a crank detector. He just he has a difficult time telling when one is coming in. You know, I mean, when one, a guy calls in and does the doi, 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 he, he, uh, yeah, well, he picks up on that. Yeah, he picks up on that and then goes off on it for about a minute. But at any rate, so the guy calls in, uh, is Neil Rogers gay? And Moe's response is, yes. And then there's a pause. He admits it. He admits it. Imagine. And I thought to myself, oh, maybe I made a mistake uh, 28 years ago, whatever it was. Now, maybe I made a bet. I admit it. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? That's like saying, is uh, Hank Goldberg fat? Yes. He admits it. Is Moa bald? Yes. He admits it now that he got rid of the muskrat. I mean, what is that? I admit it. And then, yeah. of course, that to me reveals a very sad, very narrow, bigoted, homophobic. I mean, that, that went out with knickers, okay, Mo? That whole homophobic routine, that went out. Long, long since passed. We're, we're in charge now. You know what I mean? You fairy. That's it. I admit it. Pipe smoker. Right. Ah, 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 ah. Don't get. Now, quit interjecting so much. Oh, sorry. That broad is going to call up again. She's going to get all bent out of shape. <laughs> sure the one she I will. called in yesterday. She made promo, by the way. Thank you very much, sweetheart. You were great. That was a good promo. It's about time. Now, usually the promos are some inane thing, like I was talking about props for pops or whatever it was the other day, and I hear that promo. That was uh, so inane. He admits it. He said it in such a way as if, like, can you believe it? He admits it. That would be like saying, does Mo wear checkered pants? Yes, he admits it. Follow what I'm saying? Is Mo yeah. a Jew? Yes, he admits it. Uh, what do you think? Okay, so anyway, here's our poll from yesterday. I just, I just almost drove off the road. It was so amusing. <laughs> in fact, this play, I feel today, it's only Tuesday, but I feel like I've been in here for a month. I yeah. really do. I don't, I don't know what it is oh, about itching all day yesterday from whatever. Although, in here. unlike the last experience, we got thank you, fix it for coming in and doing something. It's about time. Uh, but we got him to fix the mic switch yesterday mm -hmm. before actually the show even started, and that's only been broken for a year. Plus, we also have Clarence now going in there trying to explain it. And you know, John uh, Cope is that his name? Yeah. He came in this morning. He seemed like a fairly uh, human He's guy. A good guy. He uh, He's a good introduced guy. himself, shook my hand, didn't seem all that nervous. He admits it. No sweaty palm. No, not yet. Well, that's because he hadn't seen Duffy. You fairy. But at any rate, uh, so and, and I just said to him, I said, you know, he's, I was joking him about opening up the uh, pot so people can hear us, okay? And the problem is nobody, in, and of course, Clarence come in here, well, what's going on? <laughs> you know, and I try to tell him, like, somebody go and show those kids how to run a board. Oh, what else? That was his response, what else? And then finally, you know, we, oh, by the way, here's one other thing. For, here's what else. Keep your boyfriend, the beast, out of this studio and off my computer, okay? I paid for this computer. I find his name coming up in here with all kinds of viruses and all kinds of crap going on. And since George and uh, Josh Cordes use Firefox, we know that the viruses aren't coming in while they're using Well, Josh the doesn't use that computer at all, period. No, no, his name is on there in a couple of spots. Is it? He's been uh, diddling around oh. on it, yeah. Probably porn. No, but but seriously, uh, keep the beast out of here, okay? There is one little tub of trouble right there, a tub of trouble. And when I get to that Lyle facts, he's he's on the Just list. Like by a bundle of funds. He's a suspect. No, seriously, what kind of a business establishment would I, would employ somebody and keep them in their employ whose main function is to waddle around from room to room, stirring up crap? Huh? Well, what kind of a job is that? Stirring up crap. Job, I'd say. I would. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. A plush. Anyway, yesterday's poll. Before we get into, the, uh, I'm just uh, whipped up to a frenzy there. I feel pretty good about the whole deal. All good. Yeah, because it's already it's already Tuesday. Now, if I didn't have the dentist today, I would uh, we'd get some food in here too. But I'm not doing that. No, mañana. Tomorrow we got the uh, Fritz and Franz. We got that. Uh, they're bringing in their lederhosen. Yeah. And we're getting some uh, bratwurst and Hungarian goulash. What's not to like? And it's free, of course. You bastard! You are uh, Yeah. Anyway, here's the uh, poll from yesterday. What's your take on Pope John Paul II? I have an article that is so good, it's brief. I'm going to read in a minute that it's going to make you just uh, pee in your underwear. You're just not going to believe it. 
I'm, I'm serious. I showed you the headline. Right. No, I love it. In fact, what is the headline? Well, oh, you know, bad news from Iraq again, but we'll get to that. Uh, the Pope has blood on his hands. It's from the Guardian UK. Of course, it's not from an American newspaper because you don't want to re be reading such things in the U.S., eh? Terry Eagleton from the Guardian UK. The Pope did great damage to the church and to countless Catholics. We'll get to that. So it's not just me. It's people who are honest and want to tell the truth as opposed to, oh, the Holy Father. You know, it's always the same old crap. Every time somebody croaks, we have to, like, wax. Like when Reagan died. Same thing. Right. Anyway, what's your take on Pope John Paul II? We asked yesterday. 1,826 votes. He was a great man. 471. A great man doesn't wear a dress. Okay? I mean, start right off the top. Great man don't wear dresses. I couldn't give a Schmidt about him, 366. He never stole a freight train, 341. Stay out of this studio, beast, you slob. He uh, preached bigotry and ignorance, 284. He was decent, 236. And he was a snappy dresser, 128. Out of almost 2,000 votes. Okay, so anyway, here's the, uh, well, here, let's do, we got bimbo number five. She's hot. Who is that? Well, we don't know who she is, is huh? She's, uh, she's, yeah, she she's sudsy. She might give you a little something-something. <laughs> yeah, a little, uh... One of those. That's my favorite body wash right there. Her. We don't know uh, what her name is, and quite frankly, who cares? Who would stop to ask? Well, only it's only like from a, uh, a navel up. But believe me, there's plenty there to keep you busy. Bimbo number five. See what a good job I'm doing keeping track? That's right. Bimbo number five. He admits it. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I'm sure she does, too. He admits it. He's a faggot. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're a cranky old man, Mo. You just don't admit it. Everybody else knows it. You just don't want to admit it. Okay, I ran into Gary Sarner when I was uh, leaving here yesterday. He almost uh, killed me in the elevator. Well, actually, he didn't kill me, but I was trying to get out of here, and then the elevator door closed in my arm. I think he had it set on autopilot. You're not fooling us, Gary, okay? We know. We're out of you, you phony baloney. And by the way, I hope you eat trafe. I hope they're eating trafe at the uh, sales party today. Wouldn't that be something if they fed him a cheeseburger? Uh-oh. A bacon cheeseburger would be good. It's 11 past 10 at 560 WQAM. It's opening day. Oh. Rhymes with. Oh, we don't have that in there. Gay. It's, it's in there. It's on mine. But it's in there somewhere. Well, well, I, don't, I don't have it. Well, rhymes with. You're fair. Yeah. He admits it. Name a number. I'll stick it in there. No. I, I don't want it in here. We've got to be here a couple of more days. Nevertheless. Three more days. Who's counting? Sally Fitz would say, stick it up your ass. At Lardy's. We don't make skinny little burgers because skinny little burgers are for skinny little boys. Our monster big burgers are for big boys. Big, fat, lard asses with no self-control who chain smoke Winstons and polish off a case of bud every night. Now, for big boys who are so lazy they eat our breakfast bowl, comes the ultimate morning feeding. Introducing Lardy's Breakfast Bucket. We start with three dozen fried eggs, topped with six kinds of cheese, over a gallon of grits, on a dozen biscuits, smothered in gravy, maple syrup, and butter, topped off with a pancake the size of a manhole cover, in a convenient five-gallon bucket. Together with hash browns and a 64-ounce Mountain Dew, you've got the Lardy's Breakfast Bucket Combo, all for just $14.99. Lardies. Without us, some guys would live to see 40. 1017 at 560 WQAM. Okay, here's our poll today. What actor or actress bets, bets fits this? I won't ever see a movie if so-and-so is in it, whoever, fill in the blank. I won't see a movie if... I voted for Mel Gibson, no question. I mean, once upon a time, it would have been John Revolta, but then I told you I accidentally saw that movie he was in. It was pretty good. Which one? The one with the kid? Yeah, where well, he was like the father and yeah, uh, you know, the, the guy wanted to throw them out, and it was pretty good. 
Uh, so he actually can be an actor when he's not trying to be Candy. Mr. Cool. You know, he's not trying to do the routine from... Once uh, every 20 years, he right. do a good movie. Anyway, uh, J-Lo is going to win this. I mean, just a landslide, 103 for J-Lo. And, of course, these people are living up to what they're saying because every movie that she is in is a big Una Bamba Grande, man. Even Celia Cruz is embarrassed. Well, she is really much uglier than I thought she was. Really? How ugly did you think uh, you were? Well, you couldn't see. Yeah, you had all that, uh, I don't know, every picture I ever saw before, she right. had all that Carmen Miranda stuff all over her head, kind of like as a distraction. So you wouldn't look at her face. But, wow. Ooh, man. I'll tell you one thing. She may have been ugly, but she sure couldn't sing. Let's see. J-Lo 103. Mel Gibson 35. That's my choice. I wouldn't watch a movie with that piece of crap in there with that Farbison if you paid me by the second, depending upon how much. Ben Affleck 22. Julia Roberts 19. Uh, see, a lot of people don't like Julia Roberts. I know. I don't know why. You still have to see Aaron uh, Brockovich. I have seen it. Oh, you have? Oh, I'm sorry. And I thought Sleeping with the Enemy was excellent. I've seen yeah. it about three times. You didn't yeah. think that was good? Yeah. I thought that was outstanding. It was. It had some real tense. It had a good ending. It had some you know, tense moments in it. Yeah. It was. Anyway, uh, Julia Roberts has got 19, which, uh, you know, you're entitled. Richard Gere, 19. John Revolta, 12. Robert Downey Jr., 11. That was George's choice. George Clooney, 5. He gives me the uh, he gives me spilkies. Jodie Foster, 5. Will Smith, 3. And Bruce Willis, none. Which is what we got so far. Okay, that's our poll today. I'll call in some additions. I'm sure there will be dozens and thousands, but we'll get to you. I guess before we get to Lyle, okay, I mean, Gary Cerner, I mean, uh, we'll do the uh, bad news from Iraq first. Although things are going very well. Oh, we're fine. Is what we're being told. And isn't it great that all these people are dying so that we can cover, take all the TV coverage and don't have to give this bad news from Iraq and all the other bad things that are happening with the gas prices, all of those things, you know? That's good. Excellent. Two car bombs exploded at nearly the same time this morning in the Baghdad area, killing at least two people, including another U.S. soldier, injuring at least six others, police and military officials said. The number of American dead in the Iraq war stands at 1,542, but who's counting? That would be a good question. Who's got more blood on his hands, El Presidente or the Pope? I guess the Pope had a lot more, you know? I mean, we're talking millions with the Pope. Yeah, well. Uh, although Bush is working on it. In other violence, an Iraqi general working for the country's interior ministry was kidnapped in Baghdad this morning. See, things are going tremendously, swimmingly well. Oh, we're fine. And the media doesn't have time to talk about those things because we've got bigger fish to fry, bigger people to bury. Or maybe not bury, just schlep around on a slab somewhere. Okay, let's see these faxes coming in here. Bobby says. Now, what's Bobby faxing here? Oh, living will. Okay, great. Thanks so much, Bobby. Uh, it is a real living will, I guess. It's alive? Yeah. It's for somebody who has a terminal condition. Somebody who admits it. <laughs> yeah. I have a terminal condition. It's called life. Right. That, that, that's the one guaranteed terminal condition is life. Sure. I mean, if you're alive, you are going to die. You're dying. Oh, today. no. No, don't say that. I don't believe it. In 1973, I was working at WSPB in Sarasota. I had a landlord. Very strange guy in his 50s, early 50s. Strange. And he, he I don't know how he got in the conversation, but he said to me, he says, you know, all these people worrying about death and everything. He says, I'm only 50, uh, whatever he was. That's how I knew his age. He says, and by the time I get to be 70 or 80, he says, they'll already have uh, found something, you know, a cure so you never die. He hmm. really believed that. Huh. Guess what happened? He died. He's dead. Yeah. You know, maybe someday, but not in our life. No. Uh, living wills. Look at this. Pages and pages living will. And we ought to do something on our website for this because there are a lot of people out there after Terry Shivo who would like, you know, would like to have a living will, not have to be subjected to that. Didn't you guys put a link up? No. We talked well, about it. Oh. I don't believe we did. We do have Pat Buchanan, though, with the pie in his face, which I find most uh, entertaining. <laughs> and yeah, it looks you, like pie. Don't you think that's an extremely... Those two photos that we got up there now with the Pope, the one where it looks like somebody is... Uh, I can't say it. And 
and then the other one where you've got the skeleton. I, very poor taste. We should change those to just pictures of his feet. No, I think we ought to leave them on there because they're in very poor taste. And so was he, and so was everything he stood for, or most of it. Anyway, here's speaking of very poor taste. Here's our facts from Lyle. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not reading any more Lyle's faxes after today until Lyle. Now, didn't he say last week he was going to, like, uh, to, yeah. come out of the closet? He, she, or it threatened. Yeah. And when I, when the elevator door opened yesterday, see if Gary Sarner had any balls, he would have said, oh, by the way, Neil, I'm Lyle. Don't tell anybody. Um, if he had any balls, which, of course, he doesn't. He's a coward. He's oh, a spineless coward. He's got a promise no negative, uh, whatever it is that uh, they're Sales afraid they might do. Sales people are isoles. Yeah, they are. But anyway, it's fairly entertaining and amusing, and I have a list of uh, four here, and it has to be one of those. Or it could be the, like I said, Danny and the Huniers, but I, I don't think so. They, no, this is a, there's too much inside, inside information right. here. Right. So it's either somebody who's here presently or somebody who was here in the past, like your good, close, personal friend, old Leatherpuss, P.D. Lenny. By the way, did I tell you about his cat? So anyway, here's the facts from Lyle that was, uh, let's see, printed out 11.34 last night, but waiting for me this morning. And I'm so excited. It says, Dear Neil, Tomorrow, meaning today, at the sales party, we'll probably discuss how well our station is doing, mostly in great part to the devoted staff that we have at both stations. Both. Well, what about what about KISS? Don't they count that one? No. Why not? They have a different general manager. Oh. Yeah, there are some misfits, outcast, and mentally challenged people at the stations, but we are a family. A family in capital letters. A family. Not some whoring high-priced mercenary that doesn't even live in our state. Kind of a dysfunctional family. I was just looking at that picture of the sales department over there on the wall, that big one, and I noticed that the family seems to be shrinking. Oh, they got replacements, though. Oh. Was that how it works in the family? Right. Better ones. Anyway, it says, this is something you never recognize. The pawns in the game of fat cats like Hank, you, and Jimmy which I've never heard Jim Mandich called Jimmy before in my life. Have you? He just, no. He just doesn't seem like a Jimmy to me. No. At least Jimmy stands up for a little guy once in a while and says, I don't know who's a bigger baby, you or Hank. Thank God Greg deals with it, not me. Greg deserves an award for just you and Hank. Or maybe for lying so much. He deserves that award. I just wish for once you'd recognize the good side of Troy. Well, I do recognize the good side. He was in here this morning. I have no problem with Troy. He and I are very, very tight. We have the same haircut almost. They're awfully out of touch, whoever uh, Lyle is. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I don't know who Jeff is. Who's Jeff? Jeff, hi. Oh, Jeff, hi. See, there's another thing. Nobody ever calls him Jeff. It's Fat Boy. Have you ever hi heard boy. anybody refer to him as either Hi, high boy. boy or Fat Boy? Hi but boy. Jeff, Angie, who's Angie? One of these sales secretaries. But I don't know who that is. She's a sweetheart. Well, that's fine, but I couldn't recognize because I don't know who that is. Mike E. Who's Mike E.? Mike Eckstein. Who's that? Mad Mad Mike. Oh, Mad Bald Mike. Oh, he's just uh, crazy. Maybe that's who this is. No. Oh. Uh, Steph X. Who's Steph X? One of the engineers. Good guy. Timmy, another engineer. Right. Computer guy. Good See, I don't need either one of those people, right. so it's hard for me to recognize. Some of us have children, you know. Ask George. Speak up, George. Now, what does that mean? I, uh, some of us oh, have no, children. Speak up. I, don't, I don't know what that line means. As if, am I getting anybody fired here? Or am I depriving them of their livelihood? I don't understand what that means. Yes. See, I'm not one of those people who runs it. around trying to get people fired. He admits it. When the bonuses are spread next month, and boy, that's really out of touch with reality, because if there's any ratings bonuses next month, that's going to be a real shocker to all of us. Believe. Me. And by the way, if there are ratings bonuses, it's not going to be because of the sales department, with all due respect. Oh, come on. Admit it. And if it weren't for a pain in the ass people like me and Hank and Jimmy, uh, the sales department wouldn't have anything to sell on this radio station. I just mentioned, I just mentioned that in passing, okay? Because salespeople are isolated. But anyway, it says when the bonuses are spread next month, you'll look forward to a fancy vacation in May and leave all your troubles and vicious rumors behind to enjoy yourself while we work here at the station. Nah, 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 nah. You know, tough, huh? Like I'm supposed to sit around and hold their hand. And how about a fancy vacation? How about just an ordinary pedestrian vacation, huh? Yeah, you take those all the time, don't right. you? Right. And then it says, oh, yeah, I wish you'd wear a hairpiece. Just try it out. Maybe Charles Alfieri could loan you one, or perhaps Mr. David could lend you one of his old ones. Mr. David. 
Not Mo. See, you don't even have anybody's name right in this, Gary. I don't like your shiny head. It's not cool. You're an old man with a bald head who wears members-only jackets when he goes out, probably. No, I don't. I don't have any members-only jackets. Uh, do you uh, also go commando? No, I don't. And then it says, oh, I blank, blank you yesterday. Walked past you, um, ran into you, whatever, which mm -hmm. is Gary Sarner at the elevator. Or, of course, could be the new sales manager. I walked past him. But it's not him. How do you know that? Curtis. Ain't his style. Curtis Sliwa. Ain't his style. Oh. Who do you think you are? The Pope of our stations? Do you want us to kneel down at the K-N-E? Uh, Lyle. No, I don't want you to kneel down. In fact, I don't want to see you. I don't want to smell you. I don't want to know you. If you don't like me, I don't like you. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Who cares? As a matter of fact, if I came in here and I only saw George and, uh, I mean, there's some people I, you know, came back, I'm glad to see, like Hank, if he ever shows up again, and Ken Malden, and George, and uh, Josh Cordes, if he ever shows up to get that check. And uh, who else? Eh, Tommy. Duff. Duff. Even Clarence. I didn't mind seeing Clarence, briefly. Uh, who am I leaving out? Oh, you tell me. Yeah. What was that? Uh, intercom. Oh, I thought there was some hysteria in the hallway there. Here's one from Larry in Orlando. Welcome home, Neil. Oops, better save that for when you're back in T.O. That's correct, Larry. I would never watch a movie with Tom Hanks. Oh, very, very good choice, Larry. Excellent. How did I forget that? Because life is like a box of chocolates, and he admits it. Yeah, that's what uh, Tom Hanks said. He said life is like a box of crap is what it is. Well, he thought it was chocolates. 27, 27 after 10. And just relax, Joyce, okay? Just let your hair down like Mo did a little bit. He's bald, you know. He admits it. <laughs> Now, he didn't used to, but then again, I think you embarrassed him because you're such a you're such a yeah, no. Ojean provocateur. That's me. No wonder he and Greg both despise you like poison. And Gary no Sarner, too, I think. I'm sure. You know, spring is here. Now's a great time to get on. By the way, it's not Maddie Bell. We've eliminated him. I'll, I'll give you my list when we come back of suspects for Lyle, who's too, too much of a coward to really come out of the closet. I dare you, Lyle. I dare you. Let's have a fax come in here, which it won't come in because whoever it is is probably in the building. And these are coming from outside. Remember when a stranger calls? They're calling from inside the house. house. Well, not this one. Absolutely. There won't be no dancing in the city. According to John Astral, if they catch you dancing, they will send you to a tent to work. Unless you're willing to take the chance, I wouldn't try it. I think I'll pass. Don't dance. Don't dance. Don't do the mashed potato or what you see too. All right, Mark, your last cough is gonna bust you. Don't dance. You fairy. Don't dance. We don't allow dancing here. You will cease to dance immediately if not sooner. Dance and go to hell. Oh, oh, oh. Dance and go to hell. They do a dance again. The rules that you'll go to hell. If you dance, you'll go to hell. Oh, oh, oh. Dance and go to hell. Oh, oh, oh. Dance and go to hell. The new eternity general says you'll go to hell If you dance, you'll go to hell Dogs have stayed dancing as And snakes will rise above your head And the hookah-hookah-gotta-doo Will rise in mighty fist To claim the rule of law well, speaking of the Ooga Booga Lord, I think uh, when Mike Ranieri passed away, we should have had a bigger fuss about it than uh, the Pope. 
He was a good no guy. Question. Never yeah, got anybody he, killed. He never either. stole a freight train. Never got anybody killed. Never that we know of. Taught any Stone Age uh, mentality. You know, maybe Stone Age, no. but not Stone Age. So anyway, Lyle, here's my choice of four. Mine. I don't know what you're thinking. Number one, Gary Sarter, number one suspect. Okay, one of our sales retards, real jackass. And by the way, don't don't give me the uh, smile and the big song to dance to my face, Gary. Why don't you just say, oh, gee, look at that silly. Uh, and, and that's another thing. I don't really care if anybody here or anywhere else likes the fact that I shave my head almost bald. Not totally bald, not skinhead, but close to it. I love it. I enjoy it. It's very it's very comfortable. I think I trimmed it up a little bit because I missed a spot, and the beast was giving me crap about that yesterday. Uh, it's just fine. You don't look any uglier than you did before. I look just the, the same before, right. only eight, maybe about ten days younger. Right. Right. And the same uh, got bulging a style eyes. And haircut, right. And see, I'm styling, man. I got on my uh, Dockers for old cockers. You're a I got a nice uh, regular shirt on here today. You're a ding-dong daddy. Got my nice uh, New Balance shoes. What's not to like, huh? Right. Oh, oh yeah. I, I didn't show you mine. What? I oh, I don't want to see it. I think they match. <laughs> How grotesque. Uh, you know something? Seriously, yeah, this man, you need restraints. John in South Carolina, I would not, I'm not going to look at any more of his facts. Don't send me any more of his facts. No He's just grossed me out here. This way. Just too many. It's like I'm doing a whole show with him. See? Are you? Like the whole show is for him and back and we're like we're having a personal conversation. That's about the 80th facts and I've only been sitting here for like uh, three hours. I'll invite him in next time. Number one suspect, Gary Starner. Is Lyle, okay? Because we only know of like three or four people in the building got their head way up Greg's ass, and he's one of them. Now, Maddie Bell is one, but he's not the, uh, this isn't it him. Isn't. No, isn't. no, not Maddie Bell. Not the water Nazi. She uh, it's, uh, could be, I guess. Huh? Technically, but that's also not her style. No, nah, that wouldn't be her deal. She's got uh, more important things to do back there. That's we don't right. know what they are. Gary Sarner, number two suspect, Petey Lenny, who doesn't work here anymore, but he's on that picture over there on the mm-hmm. wall, the one of the crossed out. Nevertheless, that is his style. Being but that is definitely his style. Yeah. And the fact that he calls men, it's Jimmy and Timmy, and that, that's his thing, Jimmy. You know, that, that, he would be the one that would do that, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Petey Lenny. Probably egged on by another one of the suspects on here, Fat Boy, who I did have number mm-hmm. three, but I've reversed the uh, list now. We got okay. four. Number three is now The Beast, and number four is Fat Boy, Jeff High. It could be him. Could be who? Hi, boy. Yeah, it could be. I know that. That's why he's on my list. It's one of those four. And if it's Petey Lenny, then it's encouraged by a fat boy who's giving him the little spy reports about the haircut, blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. because that's what these people, these are silly people. If they spent nearly as much time going out there and servicing their accounts and selling new accounts as they do uh, being professional dentists, we'd be, we'd have spots up the old uh, earlobe, you know? We'd be overrun with spots. But, so there you go. Oh, I blank blank you yesterday. Who do you think you are? Et cetera, and so on. Very amusing. But uh, like I said, I'm not going to read any more Lyle faxes until Lyle comes out of the closet. And if you have the guts to uh, do it, or maybe just open up the door and stick your head in. You know, wave your hand, say, oh, it's me. It's me. Weren't they really funny and amusing? Isn't it, uh, you know, a bunch of good material? It is great material. I love stuff like that to sink my teeth into. Because I didn't really come here to see anybody. I came here because I have business to take care of. And plus, uh, you know, to be on the legal side, I can only stay uh, 180 days at a time in Canada. Mm -hmm. You admit it? He admits it. He admits it. Seriously, that that may have been <laughs> one of the great radio moments that. in history, and he doesn't even realize it. He, he he's oblivious to it. I mean, it was such an obvious crank, uh, you know. And then the guy goes, oh, "Well, he, why is he always saying those things about you?" And of course, uh, yesterday I didn't say anything about him, other than he's going to be on at two o'clock. Like today, he's going to be out at the stadium at two o'clock for the opening. It's opening day, but uh, just uh, he admits it. He's gay. Like like he never heard of anybody else who did that. See, I think when you're an old goat like that, you know, from the old school. And you've been in that uh, real homophobic, bigoted, and that, plus uh, hung around too many locker rooms, you know? Mm-hmm. I wonder how many mitochondrias he uh, used to hang out with in locker rooms. Uh, un- unaware of, you know what I'm saying? Unbeknownst to him. Many, I'm sure. Right. 
Like the former NFL uh, player Dave Copay. He's gay. He admits it. Of course, he ain't playing no more. Many, many years. Former Major League umpire Dave Pallone. He admits it. Joey in Miami says that silly little Chad Jack, Jackie Chan, for a list. And if he made movies anymore, Charlton Heston, the right-wing gun nut moron. But, uh, what does that mean? Oh, I see. You put him on it. Now, he doesn't make movies anymore. P.S. I can't stand that bitch Julia Roberts either. Bad actress who takes herself too seriously. I don't think she's a bad actress, number one. And number two, uh, who cares if she takes herself seriously or not? Right? Right, I don't care. I enjoy her work most of the time. I'm not saying she's, she's always in great movies. She's, she's good. Oh, Clarence just stuck his head in the door. It's him. Clarence is, is Lyle. I said the first person who sticks their head in the door, that's Lyle. That's who it is. Well, we should have known, probably with the help of the beast. Clarence. Now, Clarence don't have the balls to do it. Here's Todd in Hollywood, another chronic faxer. How many people do you think saw the long line was for the Pope and decided to see Johnny Cochran instead? You know, like at the movies. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, you go to, like, your multiplex with 85, and you went there and see movie number one, but there's a long line. In movie number three, there's, like, only four people waiting. You go right. to that one. It says, please stop the death watches already. Oh, hey, Todd, you ain't seen nothing yet. This is going to be a regular thing now. And we got the Michael Jackson stuff, the Pope stuff. we got lots of stuff. And then we got 800 names to add to our pool. This is going to be great. This is going to just fly by. And then before you know it, the week will be over, and I'll be long gone. I don't think I'm going to be doing this again, though. Well, you keep saying that. What do you mean? You say that every time you come. No, no I mean I have to come home, but I think my like for the rest of this year, my future uh, trips home are during these times when I'm not working. I see. Because uh, there obviously are many people in the building who are very offended by the fact that. And see, on the one hand, Lyle is bitching me out that I'm a carpetbag or whatever it says here, a mm -hmm. high-priced mercenary doesn't even. Learn. But on the other hand, I shouldn't be here, and I'm uh, you know I'm, they're offended by my sight, you know, mm -hmm. the head and the whole So I think it'll be a lot. We get along a lot better by long distance. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Right? Sure. Plus, then, of course, there's that... You fairy! Yeah, that thing, too, you know. He admits it! The way he said that, uh, you got to find it on tape. Listen, you must find they it. They lock them up. They do more than that. They they deny that they actually record that show. Robert. Oh, so Robert. we can't get our hands on another one that needs tape. to be fired right now, Robert. Another troublemaker. Maybe Robert wrote it. Nah, he's... No. Nah, it's way beyond him. Too many big words in there. 1041 at 560 WQM. Hey, if you're not familiar with Anthony Caliendo, the main man, by now, then I don't know what you've been listening to. Before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you probably did not know. Most banks only work with three, just three different mortgage products. And if your credit is less than positively absolutely perfect, then you got Suris, man. Get ready to hear the most famous two-letter word in the entire language. No. N-O. If you're not working with the right lender, the chances of getting approved are maybe fitty-fitty at best and probably less than that. So do yourself a favor. Get the right deal by calling the right guy. Call right now. Anthony Caliendo, toll-free, 1-888-483-LOAN. That's 1-888-483-LOAN. Let the main man in the team put you in a mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender, maybe even being turned down because you called the wrong number. Call the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage today, 1-888-483-LOAN. That's 1-888-483-LOAN. And don't forget, every time they close a loan, a portion is donated to kids in distress, so what's not to like? Why call anybody else? Avoid the old bait and swish. Get you the deal you're looking for. Call the main man, Anthony Caliendo, today, 1-888-483-LOAN. When it comes to entertainment, we've got the biggest personality. Neil Rogers, Weekdays 10 to 2, Sports Radio 560, QAM. Don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard. Pope John Paul is gone, I just read. He'd been hanging on by a thread. When they found him in bed, 
dead cube. All the Catholics said, they all said, Bye, Pope. They said, Bye, Pope. Bye, bye, bye. They said, Why did you have to go and die, Pope? You know he was really old. Now he's sick and cold. Did you hear his last death? Now it's time to have a funeral. Now it's time to have a funeral. Now it's time to have a funeral mass. I have no life. At last. Church was his role, but old age had taken its toll. Heaven is now his soul's goal. Put that pole in a hole as we say, Bye, Pope. We'll say, Bye, Pope. I say, I feel so bad, I'm gonna cry, Pope. Early gates where St. Peter waits. Here's your final reward. Are you sure? Poor old Pontiff, now he's stiff as a poor old Pontiff, now he's stiff as a poor old Pontiff, now he's stiff as a board. Good Lord. In nomine Padre et Filii et Spiritus Sancti, I don't feel so good. Yeah, you were right. They should have called Bonacera, man. He could have done a hell of a lot better job oh, because he looked really nasty on that pulled, slab. Very pulled. Yeah, the face of the lips were like pulled back. He looked uh, he looked like 84 years old or something. But nice shoes, though. He did have nice little, no, nice slippers. Yeah. Very tiny little uh, dainty feet <laughs> sticking up there. That's always some interesting thing when a guy wears a dress and has little dainty feet. That indicates, you know, something. What? Oh, I don't want to say it. You fairy. He didn't admit it. Here's a, a fax from Pinky who says, I would poke my eyes out before watching anything with Polly Shore. We got him on there for you, Pinky. Yeah, yeah. Polly Shore. Ah. Okay, let's get to this. Well, maybe we'll take a few calls, get some more names on the list. What do you think? Uh. I got to get that Pope article on, man. That one is so good. I might read it like every hour. Oh, you heartless bastard. You cool. Yeah, you can't handle the truth, can you? You emotional cripples. Like the guy that called yesterday, that was, that was a good call because it goes to show you. I pointed out a couple of things that are also pointed out in this article, and he just he refused to respond to them. Like I wasn't even saying them, you know? Oh, yeah, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, but, but, uh, your mama. Kind of like Gary Sarner, you know? Can't reason with him. Although I did see when he came off the elevator yesterday, he had a big bright smile on his face. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the, uh, one and, uh, whatever the thing is, Verizon Wireless Line. Now, here's the deal. What actor or actress best fits this description? I won't ever see a movie if that person is in it. J-Lo is just kicking some serious ass. WQAM, hello. I'm polishing my miter. WQAM, hello. Kind of like your man, Cordell. Yes, sir. Uh, Kurt Russell. Whenever I see his name, I, I just I can't watch that movie. Walt Disney liked him a lot, That's but Walt's dead, though, you see. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and, and, and Goldie Hawn. Oh, he's, he's dead? Goldie Hawn likes uh, Kurt Russell. She's been married to him for like uh, 80 years. That, that That's a strange pairing, isn't it? Why? I don't know. It's just uh, they just don't seem to... Uh... He was the Disney kid. She was all, you know, nah. apple pie and bubble gum. No, not really. That, that's, I don't know. He's just boring. She, she's at least got a little bit of personality. He's all right. Well, Kurt never Russell? Probably, never stole a freight train. Get out of here. He's like a step away from Patrick Swayze. Cornball movies? Yeah, well. Oh, that's another one. Patrick step. Swayze. Get him on there. Yeah, oh, choice. good golly. Ooh. Don't see him anymore, thank God. Haven't heard, uh, I, I'd rather see John Cameron Swayze. 
who you know he keeps uh, taking a licking and uh, ticking and whatever. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, you sir. forgot a very important person that I would never see a movie with, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah, he's bad, the fly. He is Jeff so Goldblum. arrogant. Yeah. So arrogant. Too Jewish for me. Much too Jewish. All right. Thank you. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, the, the original movie, The Fly, with Vincent Price was great. Right. And then they stuck Jeff Goldblum. The only thing with Jeff Goldblum is that once they put him in a machine, he came out, you couldn't tell the difference. That's why. Right. Typecast. But you never would hurt a fly. Oh, and there was another thing I heard Mo saying on the way to the doctor yesterday about Anthony Perkins. Uh, he was talking about rambling out about bad sports movies and Fear Strikes Out, the Jimmy Pearsall story with Anthony Perkins. And Tony Perkins, he said, threw a baseball like a girl. And when you can't even throw a baseball, how can you play like in a baseball movie, you know? I think what he was trying to say to Anthony was, You're gay. but of course he's dead, so it doesn't make any difference at this point. But he was trying to do that, you know, swish routine again. I see. Yeah. And those are his two favorite words. You fairy. WQAM, hello. Yeah, my comfort zones were arriving on the plane, Cliff. What was it? I have no idea. His comfort zones were something, Errol Flynn, I don't know what he said. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. I got a name for your poll. Yes. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Say it right now, Pally. She used to be Zeta. Now she's Zeta. Yeah, well, I can't stand her. Have you ever seen those Sprint commercials with her in it? I yeah. swear one time she had, she was on uh, one of those blue screens because it didn't look like she was in sync with the guy who was next to her when she was explaining about the phone. Yeah. It was a yeah. stunt thing. It was like at the carnival. You know, she just stuck her head through the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, if she's too good, he would even be there. Okay, thanks, Take Pally. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's good, though. Whatever it was, it was really good. J-Lo, 152, man. They hate you, honey, even with that big, fat... Rectum. Okay. She is disgusting. Can't complain about her acting because she don't do any. Mel Gibson, 57. Ben Affleck, look what he's got. About 30, man. Julia Roberts, 28, right on Ben's ass. I mean, is there any doubt about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Do we have any doubt? Not, not that it makes any difference, you understand. Not that there's anything wrong right. with that. Of course not. Uh, but they just don't admit is it. Is there any doubt? And they don't admit it. They don't admit it. But Neil, he admits it. <laughs> You, you must, if you have to break down a cabinet somewhere, oh, if you have to like pick yeah. a lock, which is your speciality, right? Uh, you're gonna have to get that tape. It's just the way he says it is just. It's like it's like uh, it's like if the caller would have said, "Is Neil Rogers an axe murderer?" Yes, he admits it. You know. <laughs> I mean, you talk about crusty old fuddy duddy living in the dark ages, man. You are just so out of it, even with your uh, checkered pants. It was '76, right? When you admitted it. Yeah, I admitted it. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How about Rob Lowe for your um, poll? Okay, Rob Lowe. The lower he goes, the more uh, he we can't stand him. Well, I don't want to say that anymore. I don't even want to play that bit. Can't play that no more. No, can't even think about playing that bit. Oh, and, and speaking of that, i got a story in here. I'll just give you a little tease on it. Wait till you hear this. Key lawmaker calls for criminalizing TV indecency. He doesn't want to make it a... A regulatory thing. He wants to make it a criminal thing. In other words, if you, yeah, you go yeah, on TV and you like say a uh, crap or like, and of course, like I said on NBC over the weekend in the tennis matches, mm-hmm. not on Sunday but on Saturday, whoever the hell was playing, uh, they, uh, the the F word was on there a couple of times, right, loud and clear. Mm-hmm. I had a, a report on that, a spy report. Well, let's keep going. Criminalize, uh, you know, drinking alcohol on a Sunday. I think that peacock is going to be barren. I'm gonna, they're just going to pull all the feathers off. Blast they don't me. cut the crap. Criminalize that. Let's criminalize everything. What do you say? Women showing their ankles. Oh, here's an excellent one from Dave the Cop. Woo. Kevin Costner is about as exciting as watching paint dry. It's a very good choice. 
And he also says your bimbo number five may be the best-looking female since the beaded curtain began. And uh, excellent. P.S. With all the Cardinals in Rome, do you know who's pitching for St. Louis tonight? Cute. Cardinals are all in Rome, although I will say the St. Louis Cardinals have better outfits than those Getskis there in Rome. Boy, they're really looking bad with all them purple dresses and the caps. and It's just, it's, it's idiotic. It's insane. This whole bureaucracy. What 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 is what is the need for this? What what can anybody out there? And of course, we had uh, the, the winning thing in the pool yesterday. He was a great man. What is it about that whole dog and pony show that requires all of this ostentatious bullcrap? That, that's what I'd like to well, know. That's how you know it's for real. Oh, I see. So, in other words, when I was in Rome a few years ago, if I would have bought one of those outfits, like on that CD mm-hmm. cover we had that time, and I would have had my nice no, green not good enough. design. Oh, I see. They, they have tell. to give you one. What is this? Cardinal Sicola has taken himself out of the running for a pope. <laughs> That's cute. Fearing he would be known as Pope Sicola. <laughs> That's cute. That is very cute. Thank you very much, Jim. You're making a comeback. Nice gone. I don't know from what, but you're making a comeback. Five six seven oh five sixty. Don't have any facts from Lyle yet. The door opened twice since I said that. The first time was Clarence, and the second time was Muff, and it sure as hell wasn't either one of them. Mm-mm. No. Although Duff probably did like the idea of Greg standing over his shoulder dictating all of those things while he was typing it out on his little pewter. I can see that, can't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, spelled that word right. Yeah. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I have two. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Jennifer Lopez. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg. Jennifer's already kicking ass, but Whoopi belongs on there. I wouldn't watch her uh, if you paid me $1,000 a minute. I just can't, I can't handle looking at her. I mean, looking in the mirror is hard enough in the morning, but looking at her, I can't deal with it. I'd rather see a movie with Hank Goldberg than Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll actually I'll see him again one of these days if he ever shows up. I told you he was ill on Friday. Right. He sounded raspy, and uh, and probably that meal at Morton's Steakhouse is what put him over the edge. Stop with those big meals, you fatso man. Stop it. I'm telling you. You put enough stress on Tell your system, what? and they all, all systems start shutting down. You know, just like Terry Schiavo. Like, I don't know. You don't know what? I know what without your fat, fat friends, people? but you haven't experienced it firsthand, you know? Like Fat Rich, like your uh, brother, like mm-hmm. your uh, good buddy there, the fat one that died, like uh, Dom DeLuise's nephew mm-hmm. in the box. Just start having the funeral now. For what, Hank? All That's of them. Disrespectful. All That's of bad. them. Lose an ounce or two, will you please, Hank? Gordon Helfen. And of course, wait, wait, now, maybe he's sleeping in. Okay. Because the more hours you sleep, the less chance you have to eat. See what I'm saying? Is that it? That's good. Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for him. But I think he'll be back tomorrow. We had the Gelda yesterday, which was really uh, just absolutely unacceptable. And Kimba this morning, which, uh, you know, it is what it is. 10.57 at QAM. When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Bill Rogers Show. This is your brain. You failed any questions? We drive pickup trucks and we don't wear bling. We don't talk our souls. We like to sing. We drink a little beer. We smoke a little pot. Hey, Kevin, we don't get shots. Our rims don't spin. We don't wear suits. suits. We got big belt buckles and cowboy boots. We don't drive the bends or own the yacht. But thank heaven, we don't get shots. Well, we're not the kind of folk who live our lives hating. But at a square dance, we're all participating. We may We'd rather drink a course. We'd rather 
Guns for participating. We may own guns, but they're strictly for hunting. Make heavens, we love each other. Have the decent pace off. Absolutely. It's 1103 at 560 WQAM. By the way, no coffee for Gary Sarner in the building. Coffee's for closers. Plus, it might be Trafe. You don't know what he's closing. Oh, you yeah, know I do. He's not. Uh, here's one from Robert who says, add uh, Adam Sandler and Norm MacDonald to the poll. And Norm MacDonald? That's what it says. Okay. Why did you ask that in such a... I don't know. Oh, just the way you said it. Also, can you please pay, uh, play some Mickey bits? Ah, maybe. Uh, they're getting a little bit ponderous, the Mickey bits, don't you think? There just aren't enough <laughs> of them if there were some no. new ones, huh? Bob in Fort Lauderdale says, how about Madonna? No question about it. Not that she made that many movies, but boy, when she did. Ooh, man. It's either those pits or it's just the movies, or both. Here's one that says from uh, somebody, I can't stand watch any movie with Vin Diesel. Where's that Van Diesel? Vin Diesel. There you go. Grotesque at best. Jay says, the worst actor in the history of cinema is Bill Paxton. Is he kind of like Buddy Bud Paxton? Bill Paxton couldn't play a dead man if he wanted to. He single-handedly ruined the U571, which could, would have been a decent movie if he wasn't in it. Also can't stand Drew Barrymore. I get nauseous sitting in my cube thinking about her success, says Jay. Drew Barrymore. Well, her name is Barrymore, and she was married to Tom Green for about ten minutes. Right? Right. I heard he drove her nuts. But anyway. Oh, and here, now, talk about a fake fax. You know who's sending some of these faxes? Mo. Remember how he used to call? Like, uh, we used to get that, uh... Howard from Boca. Uh, that? Remember that? Oh, yeah. He's definitely sending faxes, because this one right here is from him, even though it's signed Dave. It says, what is your problem? Did Howard tell a lie on you? You are gay, so what is the problem? I would understand your rant and rage if you were straight. Signed Dave. It's Mo. Mo signed it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Right? Am I right? No question about it. Because, no, it's either, it's got to be one of two things. Either it really is somebody named Dave who's so stupid he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the whole point I was making. Or it's Mo being very indignant and outraged. You are a faggot. So why, what's wrong with you saying that? It's one of his friends. One of Mo's friends? Right. Golfing buddies. There are such you know, people? People who live in that community there. That is shocking. with him. Oh, old farts. Goes out to eat with. Old farts in a condo. Joe says, for the poll, Ed Norton. Smarmy, obnoxious, half asleep, and ugly. About as compelling as a chess game in a porno. P.S. Ever notice, uh, see Matt Drudge and Paul Lind in the same room? Don't be knocking Paul Lind. At least he was funny. Okay. Right. By the way. You fairy. And uh, he admits it, that he was funny. 5670560. I got to get to this uh, Pope stuff, you know what? The Pope mobile. Yeah. Pope stuff? The Pope stuff. And this poll, I mean, J-Lo is just making such a mockery of it. She's just racing. She's off to the mm -hmm. races. Uh, Madonna might give her a run for money. Yeah, once we get her You got her on there? Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. I'm at Walmart. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Good, good match. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. How about that puckery-looking bitch face, uh, Renee Zellweger? Okay. She's god-awful. She's no uh, Celia Cruz. No, no, she's no Celia Cruz, but then again, who wants one of those? Exactly, okay. 56705, remember that song, Sea Cruise by Frankie Ford? Yeah, it's around here somewhere. Yeah, well, maybe we'll play that on our Celia Cruz. Or we could just play Celia Cruz. I don't want to play no more Celia Cruz. In fact, instead of that, I'd rather play... Where did you learn your trade, you idiot? For Gary Who Sarn. ever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us... To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living, you company man, you fairy. Excellent. Major news media around the world devoted ten times as many stories to Pope John Paul's II's the death as they did the re-election of President Bush, according to an analyzation released yesterday. The Global Language Monitor, which scans the Internet for use of specific words or phrases using Roman characters, found 35,000 news stories on the Pope in 24 hours after his death Saturday. 35,000 news stories. 
This compares with about 3,500 news stories on Bush within the day of his re-election and 1,000 news stories on former President Reagan within the day of his death last year. 35,000 news stories on Il Papa. How do you like that? Yeah. Is that embarrassing or what? Yeah, whatever. Uh, goes to show you, like the Chinese say, it's a goisha belt. That's what they say. Now, wait till you do this. Here's that article that I kept threatening to read. Very Good. short. It's short. It's great. Terry Eagleton in the Guardian UK, the Pope has blood on his hands. John Paul II became Pope in 1978, just as the emancipatory 60s were declining into the long political night of Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher. As the economic downturn of the early 70s began to bite, the Western world made a decisive shift to the right, and the transformation of an obscure Polish bishop from Karol Wojtyla to John Paul II was part of this wider transition. The Catholic Church had lived through its own brand of flower power in the 60s, known as the Second Vatican Council, and the time was now ripe to reign in leftist monks, clap-happy nuns, and Latin American Catholic Marxists. All of this had been set in train by a pope, John XIII, whom the Catholic conservatives regarded as, at best, wacky and at worst, a Soviet agent. What was needed for this task was someone well-trained in the techniques of the Cold War. As a prelate from Poland, Wojtyla hailed from what was probably the most reactionary national outpost of the Catholic Church, full of maudlin, merry worship, nationalist fervor, and ferocious anti-communism. Years of dealing with the Polish communists had turned him and his fellow Polish bishops into consummate political operators. In fact, it turned the Polish church into a setup that was at times not easy to distinguish from the Stalinist bureaucracy. Both institutions were closed, dogmatic, censorious, and hierarchical, awash with myth and personality cults. It was just like many other alter egos. They happened to be deadly enemies, locked in lethal combat over the soul of the Polish people. Aware, uh, aware of how little they had won from dialogue with the Polish regime, the bishops were ill-inclined to bend a Rowan Williams-like ear to both sides of the theological conflict that was raging within the universal church. On a visit to the Vatican before he became Pope, the authoritarian Wojtyla was horrified at the sight of bickering theologians. This was not the way they did things in Warsaw. The conservative wing of the Vatican, which had detested the Vatican Council from the outset and done its utmost to derail it, thus looked to the Poles for salvation. When the throne of Peter fell empty, the conservatives managed to swallow their reversion to a non-Italian pontiff and elected one for the first time since 1522. Once ensconced in power, John Paul II set about a rolling back of the liberal achievements of Vatican II. Prominent liberal theologians were summoned to his throne for a dressing down. One of his prime aims was to restore to papal hands the power that had been decentralized to the local churches. In the early church, laymen and women elected their own bishops. Vatican II didn't go as far as that, but insisted on the doctrine of collegiality, that the Pope was not to be seen as capo di tutti capi, but as first among equals. John Paul, however, acknowledged equality with nobody. From his early years as a priest, he was notable for his exorbitant belief in his own spiritual and intellectual powers. Graham Greene once dreamed of a newspaper headline reading, John Paul Canonizes Jesus Christ. Bishops were summoned to Rome to be given their orders, not for fraternal consultation. Loopy far-right mystics and Francoists were honored, and Latin American political liberationists bawled out. The Pope's authority was so unassailable that the head of a Spanish seminary managed to convince his students that he had the Pope's personal permission to masturbate them. The result of all centering of power in Rome was an infantilization of the local churches. Clergy found themselves incapable of taking initiatives without nervous glances over their shoulders at the Holy Office. It was just at this point, when the local churches were least capable of handling a crisis maturely, that the child sex abuse scandal broke. John Paul's response was to reward an American cardinal who had assiduously covered up the outrage with a plush posting in Rome. The greatest crime of his papacy, however, was neither his part in his cover-up nor his Neanderthal attitude toward women. It was the grotesque irony by which the Vatican condemned as a culture of death condoms, which might have saved countless Catholics in the developing world from an agonizing AIDS death. The Pope goes to his eternal reward with those deaths on his hands. He was one of the greatest disasters for the Christian Church since Charles Darwin. All right. How do you like that? Short and sweet. Got his thumb right on it. And that's because the Pope told him it was okay. 
Woody Allen. Only thing worse than a New Yorker is a Jew in New Yorker. It says, when will he stop making movies? Someone please uh, Tilly Tudor his ass off the road. <laughs> Poor Tilly Tudor. I wonder how she's still hanging out. She still is. What do we got here? Another one. It says, how about Martin Lawrence? Bad actor. I don't oh, know yeah. who that is. Who's Martin yeah, Lawrence? you do. Oh, yeah, you do. He does movies with Will Smith, as a matter of fact, for Double D. Then I don't know who it is. He's a comedian. I don't watch Will Smith. Do you ever see... Uh, my, set, my set automatically goes in the off position. <laughs> that guy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Get him on there right away. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560. It's opening day, baby. Oh. Why would anybody be listening to this when they can go out there and get the smell of Cracker Jacks oh. and popcorn and peanuts and oh. hot dogs and oh. all that good stuff there at uh, what used to be uh, Joe Robbie Stadium? See, the idea of a baseball game at Dolphin Stadium, that just that blows, you know? Nice going, Wayne. You you axe murder, you grave robber. What an idiot. Oh, he and I have pretty much the same haircut right now. I got more hair than you do, Wayne. Yeah. He's got the money. I got the hair. Yeah, his head's way shinier. Oh, yeah. Hey, even after all this time, some of you are still a little bit nervous about picking up the phone and buying your mattress without going and touching it and feeling it and squeezing it in the mattress, too. Well, here's the deal. I've been doing it for years, and I guarantee you'll love the way it works when you call 1-800-MATTRESS because you'll find out they've got the most liberal exchange policy in the world. There's no risk at all. If you don't like it, send the goods back. They'll replace it for you. Did you know that 1-800-MATTRESS has got more repeat customers than anybody else in the industry? So once you try it, I will guarantee you, I'll bet you the water Nazi's life on it, you'll never go back to a showroom again. You'll get no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands you know, trust, and love. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be calling the company ranked number one in customer satisfaction, too. And all the top brands that you know and love, they got them. Sealy, Sura, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, even Stearns and Bananas Foster. And now Dial-A-Mattress offers you no payments or interest till 2006. So no more excuses. Call Dial-A-Mattress today. They'll be knocking on your door in no time at all. And you still pick that two-hour window when it's convenient for you, and they really show up. I've been using them for years, along with Mo and George and Miguel and Fatboy and all the folks at QM satisfied customers, too. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now or log on to their website, mattress.com, to guarantee yourself a fantastic night's sleep for years and years to come. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. When it comes to entertainment, it's Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560. QAM. Thought that I was stupid. Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Oh, he got the money from his daddy. Oh, and as I said, my little bratty. Oh, with an agenda that's crappy. Oh, well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Double AFLA. Well, he's a presidential son who doesn't have to run. No one else is gonna win. He might as well just move right in. He has a golden spoon. He was born with up his ass. So look out, all you Jews. Get ready for the gas. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll give our civil rights to whammy. Cause he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Love of FLA. Well, he's a very wealthy dude with very fascist views who never paid his dues. By next year, we'll all be screwed. Any schmuck could win that race against Buddy McKay. Why do you think they call it Goober? Victorial anyway. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll make the KKK happy. Yeah, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Love of FLA. Come on, let's do step. 
1118, Lyle was just in there, but I mean, uh, Greg Reed was just in here, and also John Jarris was in before doing a little goose stepping. He said, we're going to have a German Pope. How do you like that? And I put my arm, extended my arm, and he said, now you got it. Just like that. But wasn't that great seeing Greg in here? Huh? What a surprise. Oh, huh? You fairy. Anyway, it's uh, 1119. What are you smirkling about in there? Don't be, uh, what was the word she used? Who? Interjecting so much. Oh, that's I was there. <laughs> She was great. You see the big smile on Greg's face like he was happy to see me and everything? Yeah, I saw it. And I gave him the same look, too. It was great. Uh, what actor or actress best fits this? I won't ever see a movie if so-and-so. Oh, you don't even have to bleep on here, do you? It's in there. Well, this thing really is bad, you know? If the way bleep, you left if, it. Uh, yeah, it's bad. If uh, so-and-so is in it. J-Lo, 179, man. She is kicking everybody's big the fat. Right because... on the other thing. What is it? The uh, hot box. Oh, I don't use that. Though. I know. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's a good one, though. Better than mine. Uh, Mel Gibson, 66. Paulie Shore. Boy, Paulie Shore was only on it for like about a minute. He's already got 47 votes. He's, he's, he's skyrocketing. He may pass J-Lo like she's uh, laid out. And uh, wouldn't that be great <laughs> if she were? Ben Affleck, 33. Julia Roberts has got... About 30, man. Richard Gere, 27. Will Smith, 20. John Revolta, 15. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., 12. George Clooney, 8. Jodie Foster, 7. John Hinckley, though, would like to see the movie. Will we let him out? Just for the weekend, just so you can see it a few we'll times. We'll send him a video. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, six. Bruce Willow, six. Jackie Chan, five. Woody Allen, four. Vin Diesel, three. Uh, Ron, Renee Zellweger, two. Bill Paxton. I don't know who Bill Paxton is. He's a minor actor in a lot of movies. He's mostly a character actor. Oh. He's had very few In other movies. words, I recognize him I saw him. He's out of Like Richard, yeah. Richard Crenna. Right. He was a good actor. He was just fine. But he was just, you know, right. character actor. Uh, Madonna, too, and one for Martin Lawrence, Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler, Kevin Costner, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Ruben Sierra's not on here yet, uh, Jeff Who? Goldblum, Ruben Sierra, who's now Ruben, he's a baseball player, now he's Ruben oh. Sierra, just I at see. the start of the season, and the uh, Yankee Red Sox game the other night, I caught that, he used to be Ruben Sierra, his whole life he was Ruben, and now, I mean, have you ever had a Ruben sandwich? Not lately. Oh, it's like a combination of, remember the rat, Ben, and then RuPaul, it's a Ruben sandwich. Ooh, gross. Yeah. I'm not sure which is worse. Uh, Kurt Russell won. Tom Hanks won. Only one for Tom Hanks. What is wrong with you people, man? I know there's some really uh, good choices on there, but Tom Hanks, wow. You couldn't pay me enough to see a movie with him in it. I mean, there is there hasn't been enough money printed in history just to see that. He, he just... Very tired. Oh, my God. And talk about taking yourself too seriously. Good mo Molly Miss Golly. Even Alice Rantel don't take herself that serious. Hey, Alice. You fairy. Now, who'd I leave out? Well, there's some down at the bottom. There were no votes. We've got a good list going. It's a good five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. We'll get another 100, 200 names on there. And then we got the opening day. Oh, oh it's opening day. I don't understand why you're not all whipped up about it. Don't have your baseball glove in here today. Oh. Huh? No, sorry. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm going to Italy, and uh, I heard you talking the other day about the best pizza in the world. Could you tell me the name of the place? The name of the place? In Rome, you said it's the best pizza you ever had in your life. Uh, it's uh, You're not going to find it. It's called Est Est, E-S-T-E-S-T. -E -E you're not going to find it. It's near the uh, train station, near San Stazione Centrale. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Okay, have a good time. Have a good day. There. Okay, you too. Okay, across the street from there is an even better Italian restaurant. Don't make pizza over there. It's downstairs. It's uh, Matriciana something. I, I, for years, many years, I've been going there. I can't figure out what the name of the restaurant is. It doesn't have like a sign just says Trattoria. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. The best thing they have there is the simplest, just the spaghetti pomodoro. And they like they mix the Parmesan cheese fresh mm. in, in, in mm. you know, they, they toss it inside the, uh, and right. a little bit of tomato sauce. Ah. Mm. 
I don't care what anybody ever tells you. There is just nothing like that in the world. It's just so no, phenomenal. No argument. And then for dessert, maybe a little gelato misto or maybe some of those great Italian desserts. But at any rate, let's not do the food thing. Okay, we'll wait till tomorrow when we got the bratwurst. That low-carb stuff in here tomorrow. Now, also, uh, Ken Halpern, my limo guy, was telling me that there's a great new exciting diet. Forget about Atkins. It's out. South Beach is out. And there's something new that everybody is doing and talking about. And I haven't heard. I, he doesn't know what it is. Hmm. What is it? A dying no, seriously. I don't know. There's a new diet what? that everybody like is I'm losing weight diets, on. Well, I haven't heard about it. About it. I follow that as much as I follow sports. Yeah. Well, that because you're not fat and you're well, indifferent and callous toward those of us I, who are fat. I flies. applied the one uh, diet and whose lives are hanging in the balance. Cut the crap you're diet. You're indifferent and you just no, callous not indifferent. and do not care. There's only one diet. Uh, it's like the 75 strips of bacon they sent over yesterday morning. Now, you notice I didn't, uh, yeah, you I had, had a just couple a few. and then you threw them out. No, no, I didn't throw them out. I gave them back to right. you. You took I a bunch a out and then I gave the rest to you and either you ate them or tossed them. But I, I, I'm not going to go through that again. Don't. Because that one day that I did that, was it last year or the year before? They sent about 7,000 strips of bacon. And I just love bacon. I couldn't stop eating mm-hmm. it. It's just, it's just so good. You know, Howie's has got the best bacon going. But oh, after the first, after the first 200 strips, you know, it's just a little bit over the top. And by the way, I never got, you see, that was Mo. That Dave, that was him. You think? I know it. There, there's no. I'm telling you, he is sending faxes. He might even be Lyle, for all we know. <laughs> what? Because he never refers to himself in any way but uh, Mr. David or uh, Howard. You know, in fact, the first one was, oh, I got upset I about something know. you said about Howard David. Remember that? Uh-huh. Well, who else, would, who else in this building would be upset about that? Name me anybody. How much time you give me? Till midnight next Monday. Okay. Let me go through the list. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Name me anybody. Yeah, he's looking at the uh, personal employee contact list. Employee list. list. Yeah, keep keep looking. Okay, the up contents and down, of the up building. And down, up and down. Keep looking at the list. Uh, yeah, yeah. Name me one. <laughs> Name me one person who would be upset about anything that I said about Mo, huh? Beside him, can you come up with anybody even close, even a close facsimile? Uh, even the people I don't really talk to. Yeah, than them either. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, there's somebody here I don't recognize. I think it's the, a new that sales guy. That must be it. That's Lyle. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, who is the guy that put Catherine Zeta-Jones on there? Some schmuck. I don't know. Some guy that don't like her. Some he's schmuck. Gay, and yeah. he probably admits it. Yeah, he admits it. You fairy. Yeah, see that? He admitted it. Well, she's okay. I don't have she's any problem with fine. Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's a pretty good actress. She's been in some good things. She's hot. <clears throat> Michael Douglas said she's hot. And there's a lot of people who agree. So what's not to like? I mean, that she's married to him. That's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't. uh, Now, I'm not going to put him on the list because he has been in some excellent movies like Fatal Attraction, and uh, he was in some horrible movies too, like Traffic. He ought to go out and play in Traffic after making a movie like that. That drug. That drug movie. Wasn't that I think I saw that, boy, marginally. Well, no, oh, he was in a, there was was a movie awful. called Traffic. It was awful. It didn't go anywhere. Like, the end was like, uh, I don't know, it, it didn't say anything. That wasn't the one with Benicio Del Toro. It may have been. I, I don't remember. I don't know. Well, what, what do we not like about him? Uh, no, he's just, he's okay. He's okay. He said, okay, let's see. Neil Rogers, wrong on politics, wrong on religion, wrong on America, wrong on the road. Sign the petition now at silenceneilrogers.org. Oh, that's good. I like that. This is Mo again. Oh, he's frantic now. Get out to the stadium, okay, Mo. They're going to miss you out there. You're going to miss your appointment at Gate G. And, of course, the G stands for gay. Oh, here's another. Now they're pouring in here. They're all from him. How come all you do is complain, complain, always negative? Who Hank has filling in has nothing to do with you. Whoever fills in, all you do is complain. You are not management. We are the management on this station. Yeah, this is Petey Lenny. You're right. 
When you have your own station, then it's okay for you to complain the way you do. Hank doesn't appear to be quite awake when he's doing the show either. Why not complain about Hank? Oh, this is also the same one that sent the facts yesterday right. about, uh, you know, Hank uh, mumbles and guilties. Uh, okay, Petey Lenny, go out and sell some spots. I'm sure they need it down the dial there, okay? Or up the dial wherever you are up the Hershey Highway. Whoever it is, they, they hate you and anybody you like. No, no they actually they, don't. Well, they hate it, it's, it's No, no, it's, uh, it's don't you understand it's an ocean provocateur. Right, right. It's somebody stirring the pot. Sure. But, I mean, that's, that's all it is. That's their tack. That's their angle. Just like, sending you one like it, after they hate another it. after another. Just, man, here's one that says, what about John Revolt? He's already on there. Also, are you still uh, feuding with Mo? He sucks. Play the drop of Mo saying, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we can really play that. Just amazing. The whole, the whole, just, I only this only the second day here, and the whole building is hyperventilating. John Jira said, oh, well, whatever you hear, there's kind of like a buzz in the building, you know? There's electricity in the air. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. Or maybe he thinks this is a buzz cut. <laughs> yeah, that's what they used to call it back in the day for old farts like you and me, John, a buzz cut. Maybe everybody's buzzed in the building. They're all buzzed, and they're all crawling around on the floor, and that's why you need to yeah. call dry concepts, because there's a mess on the float. When you crawl around too much on the floor, man, you have no idea what's going into your carpeting. In fact, let me say it again. Your carpets are as bad as your sink when it comes to collecting germs. There is schmutz in there, baby. If you want your carpets just like brand new, I mean really sanitary, and, of course, looking like brand new, the only way to do it is have our friends at Dry Concepts come to your home like they've been doing for me for over 20 long, amazing years now. Dry Concepts has got certified technicians who really know their stuff. You can trust your expensive goods to them, your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, your expensive area rugs and oriental rugs, all of these things. And, of course, because Dry Concepts uses a rapid drying technique, your carpets are drying just an hour and a half, so it's not a slogan. It's for real. It's the Emmys when they say you can clean today and entertain tonight. Call Dry Concepts, and you'll find out why I've used them for over 20, uh, 20 years myself and why they've been doing it in town for over 26 years now. Nobody does it like these people. In Dade, Broward, and Palm Beaches, call Dry Concepts toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Dry Concepts, making carpets clean in South Florida, like I said, since 1979. When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 560. QAM. Then sex. Did you see our ratings for the last book? Yeah, I know who sports that is. Sure. Couldn't possibly be us. Watch your back. Back. Well, you won't wait for mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo. Watch your back. Well, you won't wait for mo, no, mo. I got enough, I gotta think about on top of getting raped, and, and I don't need a rating that's a minus eight. Don't care what you do, look as it's understood, you gotta wait a little harder on the guest you book. Or else you got to go. There's a lot of fat producers, you know. That's right, watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo, no, mo. Watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for mo, no, mo. Oh, brother, all that blubber, I don't understand. You can eat from a trough while using both hands. You big fat you made a rating full. You just like clinching, it's all your fault. Better straighten your fat ass out. Or we'll take the food out of your mouth. That's right. Watch your back, Jack. Or you won't wait for more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Watch your back, Jack. Or you won't wait for more, no more. This is what we say! Watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for no, no, more, no, more, no, more, no, more. Watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for no, no, more. You know who I am? You're lucky you got a job here. Say that one more time and you're all fired. It's 11.33. So I showed this fax, the latest Lyle fax to Greg, who was in here. And he looked at it, and I showed him my list of suspects on here. And he said, the Beast... 
I said, yeah, he likes uh, stirring up trouble. It uh, would be typical of him. He said, oh, I don't think he knows that much about Arbitron and the ratings and so on. Now, where, I mean, I don't recall all these faxes verbatim, word for word, close to it. But uh, do you remember anything about Arbitron ratings or anything like that in any of these? No, I might have saved one. Wow. How do you like that? <laughs> the pieces of the puzzle are starting to fall together. How do you like it? Oh, yeah. This is like a Sherlock Holmes episode. Well, that just means Greg's paying attention to the show. Yeah, that's good. Well, he's got nothing else to do. Let's see. Oh, now, Mark in Colorado Springs, I can't believe you said. Oh, no, you're right. Over the top. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Over the top. Way over. I mean, it's one thing to be overacting, and there's another thing to be over, uh, what would you call it? Overaffected. Oh, yeah, overaffected. With the, with the faces and the, I mean, it just, I, I like, like Robin Carrey. Williams. Just, uh, yeah, you know, again, much. I like both of them, but in movies. In fact, why don't we put Robin Williams on there? Patch Adams. He is just, and I'm going to say it again. Oh, why didn't I bring you that movie? Well, you've already seen it, haven't you? The one with Robin Williams and Matt Damon. What is the name of that movie? Um, oh, what is it? You know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some kind of a stupid uh, looking for Mr. Uh, Damon. Uh, what, uh, whatever it's called. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, that's it. Yeah, you saw it? No. Oh, you no. haven't seen no. it? No. Don't. I saw Patch Adams. Don't. Well, don't see. Uh, if you hated Patch Adams, you really hate the Goodwill Hunting. Anyway, Jim Carrey says he's never funny emulous Mark in Colorado Springs. Thank you very much, Mark. And maybe we'll also add him to the list of suspects for uh, Lyle. Yeah, Mo is sending us faxes now, fast and frantic, just out, just outrageous stuff. Isn't that great? He's just hyperventilating. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I got one for the poll. Okay. Tyne Daly. Tyne Daly. She's disgusting. Okay. And, uh... Maybe you can dig out an old David Peel record uh, today, uh, The Pope Smokes Dope. An old David Peel. Sir, let me ask you a question. Do you listen to this show? Yeah. How often do you listen to this show? Well, all the time. Then why would you ask me if I did? We play that almost every day on this show. The Pope Smokes Dope. The Pope Smokes Dope. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, find a life. Get out of here. If you could dig out an old, what, uh, why even ask, you know? Why don't I understand? Well, I'm a slow learner. Now, we're not playing it right now, though. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. Got 800 names in this pool already. A lot of people, if you people in Hollywood would pay attention, you discover, if you do more of your hocus, uh, pocus, focus groups, you discover there are a lot of people that we don't want to see. No mo. You know what I mean? No mo. Howard from Boca. Here's another one. Just wait. Oh, here it is. Not, not one of those. While watching the news, I see the next big hyperventilative news story. The, they're gearing up. It'll be the return of the shark attacks. Nah, that's small stuff. Right? Small stuff. Yeah. Delray Beach. Let's get the deaths out of the way first. Another thought listening to Boca Brian. I wish there was a camera on him while taping those bits. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be fun well, to watch. First of all, he's in his white DVDs. Oh, no. At least. Oh. At worst, I mean. At best. It says something about a 50-something balding guy singing those songs has to be great and pathetic at the same time. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. That's Boca Bryant. He is great and pathetic at the, at the same time. That's him. Also, here's one. She's not in the movies. Fran Drescher? Has she ever made sure. a movie? She is? Yeah. The Nanny yeah. is in the movies? Yeah. What movie did she make? She was, um, oh, like you're going to make me name some? Alabama. Allie she was Alabama. in Cadillac Man with Robin Williams. For yeah. Well, put her on really there right away. She makes me, she is nasty, man. The ADL ought to be after her ass. You talk about a walking ad for anti-Semitism. It's either her or uh, Gary Bettman. By the way, they had two more meetings last, or two more proposals they turned down last night. Eight hours of meetings in Toronto, the NHL. Anything happen? No. They're going to play? No. No. 
Anybody here care? No. No, because it's opening day for baseball. Who the hell would care about hockey when we got baseball? What does that take me out to the Marlins thing like? Is that in bad taste? Undertake? No, I know, I know oh, what it okay. is. But I'm just, I almost played it before taste. And Greg came in. Huh? On this show? You're going to yeah. do something in bad taste? Uh, when Greg came in, he, like, uh, screwed up the whole show as usual. I was just about to play it. And now it's on the wrong line. See what I mean? Boy, he could mess up the Pope. Oh, not at this point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't go back on the other line now. Look oh, at this. No. This nice going, Greg. Take me out to the morning game. Play the rap music loud. Inject my penis with crack. Okay, like I said. <laughs> that was great. I told you I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we're not going to be taking out to the Marlins. How do you like that after all? And now that we're no longer the flagship station for the Dolphins, what are we going to do, huh? Now that we're not going to give that $4.5 million to Wayne to paint his bald spot? Oh, that was beautiful. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I just moved uh, to Miami, and um, a friend of mine told me to make sure to find you on the radio in order to find something American. Uh, could you let me know, or do you know whether or not uh, English is still the, the primary language? Absolutely. And Dade County, you must be dreaming, man. Are you crazy? Who, who talked you into moving to Miami? <laughs> well, I had to come down for a job, but now I'm looking to relocate, maybe. Yeah, Broward County, man. There are at least ten people there who speak English. But now, is it is it official that I mean, is, is English the English language is an official place in public places? English is banned in Dade County. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Good luck, you Pally. I wouldn't unpack too fast. Well, I'm glad I found you, man. Jeez, okay. Almighty. Thank God for me. Okay. See you. How do you like that? Yeah, Guy that moved to Miami, unsuspecting poor bastard. He didn't get the memo. Now, do you? I, I bet you don't even have that Bob and Tom bit in here. Nobody speaks English? Yeah. I never had it in my hands or in the studio. We had that discussion. And you wouldn't feed it down to me? You said, ah, forget about well, it. Well, how the hell am I going to play that I don't that even now. know where you got it from. From, a, from, from a Bob and Tom disc? That you only have up there that, that I have. Never, has never been right. in the studio. Well, right. then i got to leave now. See ya. Bye. I mean, I, I'm, I, for that guy, would have been perfect, wouldn't it, to play that right now? Nobody speaks would've English no more. Yeah. It would have been uh, prefect. You know the prefect? No. He's akin to the Pope. Five six seven oh five sixty. He's akin to him. Yeah, pound five, but he has bigger feet. Pound five sixty on the Verizon. So I guess we narrowed it down to Gary Sarner, Petey Lenny, and Fat Boy. And John Jarrett said he looked at my list. He said, "Oh, I think Petey Lenny. It sounds like him." See, it's a lot easier to pick somebody who's not in the building anymore, and they're yeah. probably right. But nevertheless, it is obviously somebody obsessed with this show who's listening just nonstop. I mean, twenty four seven, twenty five eight. I mean, the four hours that were on live and then probably on tape just over and over just uh, obsessed. That's the one thing I will say is that there are a lot of people in this building obsessed with me and this show. And you're a part of that, of course. Of course. Which is not a good thing. No, it's not. Never has been for That's me. That's why they hate you like mm-hmm. poison. Because they don't, they don't have the guts to say to me, oh, you're a piece of crap. Right. And by, unless it's an anonymous fact, you know. Right. And, and if you don't like them, if you don't like them for some reason, somehow, that's my fault. I'm right. poisoning the water. You mean like uh, George Corso? Maybe that's why engineering won't do anything when you bitch about it. But if I do it, well, I come in here and uh, demand they you know, get extra brownie points if they aggravate me. Oh, that's right. That's from time. Greg. That's because Greg hates you. That's that's a whole different story. I mean, that's that's the bottom line of everything that goes on in regard to you. Greg hates you. Right. right. So you to schmooze with the boss. And so in order to suck me. up to the boss, they have to like uh, bah toward you, and then uh, he likes them a lot better. Mm-hmm. Get brownie points, a little bonus in the check. If you make a joke in a meeting about me, I wonder if Sam's still on bonus. the payroll. By the way, nineteen till noon is fine. <laughs> That is not a joke. That is a serious uh, out loud thinking on my part. I don't know what, what you're uh, laughing about. 
When you shop for quality footwear, I want you to get your ass over and your feet, too, to Brandy's in Pompano Beach. Because it's a great store that I've been telling you about for years, for a long, long time. I bet you since Brandy's has been in town, about 7,000, 50,000, maybe not 50, maybe about 30, man. 30,000 other shoe stores have come and gone. But Brandy's is still going strong because they give you an unbeatable combination. They give you friendly personal service to make sure you get a perfect fit every time. And, boy, that's important. They give you the biggest selection of men's and women's shoes, name brand shoes anywhere in town, and unbeatable prices, all of these things. What could possibly be not to like? At Brandy's, they got all the top names in the shoe business. Rockports, Floorsheim, SAS, Sperry, Timberland, Naturalizer, and lots more. And you could just about bet Greg Reed's life on it that whatever style you pick out, your size is on a shelf ready to slap on your feet right now. Brandy's is open every day. Greg hates you. Monday through Saturday from 9 to 9 and Sundays 10 to 5. And you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. It's always worth the trip. And this week, it's a great time to buy SAS at Brandy's. Take 20 to 40 bucks off all great men's and women's styles this week. And don't forget the big trunk show all day tomorrow and Thursday at Brandy's. So be sure to get your ass in the store this week or do your shoe shopping on their website, brandyshoes.com. When it comes to entertainment, we've got the theme. Biggest personality. Neil Rogers. Vintage 10 to 2. Sports Radio 560. QAM. The Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. I check one, two. I thank you for coming. I'm 50 Cent. And I'm the game. We're here to put an end to this violent rap war by calling it truth. A truce? I thought we was calling a ceasefire. Nah, fool. Ain't no ceasefire. It's a truth. Yo, step off. It's a ceasefire. It's a truth. Ceasefire. Truth. Ceasefire. Ceasefire it is. It's 11.45, 560WQM. We got uh, Marlins Day today. It's opening day, baby. Oh, yeah. You can smell a Cracker Jack, huh? I think we ought to play that. We couldn't play that Take Me Out to the, to the Marlins, but we could play, uh, where is that thing? What? Was, is it under Harry? Harry. Harry Carey. We're singing sure. Take Me Out to the Ball Game. What yes, do you say? Oh, and then he says, the Marlins. <laughs> Who the hell are the Marlins? Exactly. Where is that thing? Where he sings, uh, <laughs> Love me, Harry. Oh, one. Oh. Oh, two. Oh, three. Me out to the ball game. Absolutely. By the way, George is unmasked uh, Lyle. You fail. Yeah, leave it to Shylock Rodriguez in there to uh, do it. I, you're right. See, I hadn't paid that much attention to the header on these uh, faxes, but yeah. recognizing that as instantly as I recognized the palm of my own hand. The uh, header on these faxes that allegedly come from Lyle is the same as the ones that come from Dave Friedman. Pretty continuous. A.K.A. Fat Boy's former neighbor. Hiya, Pally. A.K.A. the one that calls up and will say about ten words and then go, Hiya, Pally. The one that uh, uh, sent the fax the other day about how uh, Fat Boy's bringing them in here. It's Fat Boy and Dave Friedman. This is their hobby now. They're Lyle. Isn't that great? Don't yeah. you feel all warm and great. I was going to play uh, that... Uh, Job, but I can't. You don't have the remix in there. And it, it is. Not what? What's the remix? There's a remix in there. Well, well you, no, there's there should be two. There aren't. Oh, there are no. two in my DCS, oh, right, those, but there are two in here. I'm sure not risking that. No. 
Don't risk it. <laughs> Especially after they take me out to the Marlins thing. <laughs> They're serving what there now? Well, yeah, right. Peanuts or something that sounds like that. Now, that's what he said. So anyway, it's uh, Fat Boy. Okay, so we want to apologize to anybody else we thought it was because we're, we're positive at this point. It's Fat Boy. And, and you recall, of course, this is on the heels of him sending me that fax up there about, oh, you've been, uh, you know, I put up with your crap the last 10 years, and our salespeople work so hard, and how come you pick it up? It, it's him. It's Fat Boy. So next time he comes anywhere near, I'm going to take that walking stick, Rectum. and that's where I'm going to stick it. If, if we could find the uh, candy in the crevice. I'll bring some flour. Yeah. If we found the candy in the crevice, he'd probably eat it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon. Oh, it's great to be here, boys and girls. Oh! Just briefly, just for a few days, oh! just to get the taste, to feel the smell. Speaking of fat boy, the ambiance of this toilet. WQAM, hello. Oh, it says Jan- uh, another fax. A whole bunch of faxes, but it was such an exciting revelation. Fran Drescher was in Saturday Night Fever with Revolta, and for the pool, Don Johnson. Well, he was good in the boy and his dog. And then he did Miami Vice, and we learned to hit him like poison. And after that, he started calling him with Stan Major. It says, I'd rather have cancer treatment than see that putt, says Jonathan in Plantation. Okay, Jonathan. Uh, Don Johnson. Here's one that says, this uh, hole should go right to the top of the list. Steven Seagal. 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 Jonathan Livingston. Seagal. Seagal. Are you going to start with that Van Diesel stuff again? It's a good choice, by the way. Except the movie where he got thrown out of the plane in the first ten minutes was great. <laughs> that was great. Kurt Russell oh, yeah. was in that movie. Was he really? Yes, he was. Steven Seagal. Yes. Well, good for him. Here's one that says, I was listening to the Gambling Channel about a week ago or so, and Jane Wells, who does, who's Jane Wells? Never heard of her. Does a segment called Biz Briefs, was talking about a company that for the first time had net a profit in 30 years. About 30, man. Your friend Ted David called out, how many years was this, June? She yelled out, about 30, man. Your influence is nationwide, baby. <laughs> How do you like that? How, is that incredible? Of course, Ted David is such totally a groupie there on the gambling yeah. channel. Hey, let me say it again, Ted. Uh, happy uh, Pesach, and you all belong in jail there on the gambling channel. I want my money back. As for your poll, Martin Short is the most annoying Ooh, person yeah. with absolutely no talent beside Mo, it says here. Oh, my God. And speaking of Mo, here's another fax. The more we hear him, the more we... Uh, Howard from Boca. It says from Anonymous. <laughs> okay. I love the revival of the Rogers versus David rivalry. Oh, this must be from uh, uh, Greg. Okay. Muskrat love has no concept of the publicity you give him. Keep it up, and I hope Joyce vomits up her inside. Oh, it definitely is from Greg. And then it said, no, it's not, because it says, when is QM filing for Chapter 11? See, he was, he was going well till he got to that. Uh, a week from Saturday in federal court. Hey, things are kind of tough, you know, if we had some real salespeople. Oh, here's another one. <laughs> this is good. Signed the staff. So ah. That's why we haven't seen too many people. They're all busily running around putting these uh, faxes together. That's what uh, Jeff High walks with. How come there is no one on any other station that goes on the, on the way regarding your coworkers? We all eat out of the same pot. No, we don't even smoke the same pot. How do you like that? How about letting someone at another station speak of us the way you're talking about us? We're, we, we supposed to be like a family. We supposed to be like a family? What kind of grammar is that? Neil, how about starting today, if someone goes on the air and says something about you that is incorrect then, it is okay to rip them. Remember, you're not perfect, you make mistakes also. Never happened. I think that you don't do prep for your show, so you just rip the staff in order to have a show. Enough is enough, people are tired of you and what you do. Do prep for a show, sign the staff. No, I'd rather right. sit here and rip the staff. That's definitely not from anyone on the staff. No, outside. In fact, you know who this is from? I Squiggly up. Jerry. I see. Yeah. By the way, the staff loves when you rip the staff. Oh, of course. And the audience loves it even more. And, I, and quite frankly, I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. How do you like that? 
in addition to which, I always walk in here with a pile. I do more show prep for this show than most of the other people I've worked for in this business put together. But beside that, just putting the stories on the website alone is show prep. Oh, Pretty brutal prep, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Scouring through 80s and websites. And then, of course, in here, having to put up. I think I got rid of that thing for you, by the way. Really? That I'm excited up. about that. Yeah. Yeah, it was either the SpyBot or the um, Alexa that got rid of it. I'm telling you, okay. I haven't had it one. It came back to one time, I'll and check then it since out. then it disappeared. Nice going, Neil. Not only is a he also does engineering in the in his spare time. Well, we got to survival. Uh, uh, oh, so many good faxes coming over here. Okay, Neil, what's going on? It says here. Uh, oh, Rich, who's this? Rich Pactor? Yeah, it looks like his uh, squirrel. Yeah. Legislature okays bill allowing people to meet force with force. The Florida legislature approved a bill that would allow people who feel threatened on the street in a bar at a ball game or just about anywhere to meet force with force to defend themselves without fear of being persecuted, prosecuted. <laughs> the measure, a top priority of the National Rifle Association in Florida this year, passed the House by a 94 to 20 vote today. It already had passed the Senate. Now heads to fat ass Governor Jeb Bush, who has so far declined to say whether he'll sign it or not. It essentially extends the right Floridians already have in their home or car, saying there's no need to retreat before fighting back. <laughs> Generally, people attacking their homes don't have to back off. If they're attacked in the street, though, they're supposed to do what they can to avoid escalating the situation, can only use deadly force after they try to retreat. I'm sorry, people, but if I'm attacked, I shouldn't have a duty to retreat, said the bill sponsor, Republican uh, Dennis Baxley of Ocala. That's a good way to get shot in the back, he said. Baxley said that if people have the right to defend themselves without having to worry about the legal consequences, criminals will think twice before attacking somebody. Opponents say it will make Florida like the wild, wild west. The bill, if signed by Bush, would take effect October 1. So like that handgun bit, guy, it's a good time to play it. Yeah, it's perfect. Sure. In fact, maybe that bit inspired them. I better go get it several right yeah. now. And I, I, I punched up hand in here. Guess which one came The out. following is a paid public service announcement from the International Rifle Association. <laughs> Let's face it. Most of us will never be rich. Hell, we probably won't even be successful. And that's pretty damn depressing. But, as usual, with every problem, there is a solution. Hi, I'm Jim, and I'm here to tell you a little something about handguns. They scare the out of people and intimidate them into giving you whatever you want. That's right, handguns. Think about it. Need some cash? Rob a bank. Don't have enough money for beer? Pull up a convenience store. Take some chips and pretzels while you're at it. It's all free if you've got a handgun. Some son of a bitch cheating on your girlfriend? Kill him. It's a simple solution to life's complex problems. All you have to do is wait the five days for it, and happiness is just around the corner. Hell, if you don't want to wait the five days, who cares? Buy the damn thing off the street. Just buy a lot of handguns. It's a great alternative to working problems out and can be considered a population controller. Yes, handguns. They just might make you famous. 1155 at QAM. Working our way up to the pregame show with Mo. Mo 2 to 330 out the ballpark for opening day. The Braves and the Marlins today. Any interest? Going to have like 50,000 plus people out there. It's a beautiful day. Thanks for the good weather, by the way. Usually when I come back, it's storming and it's uh, thunder and uh, brought it with you. It is beauty. No, I did not bring it with me. I yeah, left uh, left nasty, uh, horrible weather behind. No, it's your cold heart. It cooled it everything down. Oh, that's right. My cold heart uh, cool, cooled it down. Moe at 2, and you got Marlins on deck at 3.30. The uh, debut of Roxy Bernstein at, uh, see, and there he goes again. You're going to start picking yes, on him. I haven't heard him yet. I'm sure that when I go home from the, uh, my, I'm doing my dentist today. I doctor yesterday, dentist yeah. today, getting all these doctoring out of the way while I'm here. Uh, on the way home, uh, I'll be able to hear Roxy Bernstein for the first time. Then tomorrow I'll give you a good, uh, anal- I mean, I already know about Dave Van Boring. He's just, is what he is, you know, he can't help it. Yeah, that's him. So we got the Braves and the Marlins opening day at 4.05. Geldy at Hollywood Dog Track, 7 o'clock tonight. 
And then the Eddie K. 10, as usual, he is solid as a rock. Or is that rock solid? That's also not in here. Yes, it is. I put it in there. No, it is not. Put it in there this morning. Well, where the hell is it? Rock solid. Oh. Where you told me to put it. (laughs) And the drop, too. I see. Oh, no. What did I tell you? (laughs) Uh, You are not going to believe this. I told you. Okay, let me do the break. Oh, geez. I am so observant, man. I'm on top of it. I hate suspense. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. Guess who has lung cancer? When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Mark Morgan, it's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Hey, Pharrell. What? By the way, son, I've been giving it some thought. See? Oh, what do you think of this? I knows that me and you tend to do much better go with 6 to 10. Not at five, a gentile in a cranky Jew. I think we might be happy to get there. I think you really got out of your mind. You gotta have your wee wee bag strapped on too tight. No chance I'll do a show with you. <laughs> I'd rather die. We'd be crappy together. Why, I'll have you know that I'm a big buggy Jew from Brooklyn Heights. I've been raped by everybody but you. You're not my type. Me and Mo, that would blow. No way that if we had a fight that you'd survive. Who'd want to hear a genitile in pushy type? That's crappy together. A show with you and me, for me, is much better six to ten, not five. It's only right that I should get more sleep at night. I think we might. Be happy together. Happy together. I want you to ask me a question. Is Jeff High fat? Is Jeff High fat? Yes. He admits it. Anyway, guess who's got lung cancer? I give up. I'm well, let me give you a hint. Remember I was telling you when uh, Dan Rather left and I did Bob mm-hmm. Schieffer one day and he did that okie-dokie and the finoki-finoki right. and I said, bye-bye, Bobby. And uh, I sampled around and I turned on ABC and I said, somebody could barely speak. Peter Jennings? Right. Peter Jennings, the chief ABC News anchorman for more than 20 years, has been diagnosed with lung cancer Uh-oh. and will begin outpatient treatment next week, the network said today. Jennings, 66, has been feeling ill for the past several months and was replaced Saturday on coverage of the Pope's death by anchor Charles Woodruff. He's last anchored World News tonight on Friday. 
Jennings informed ABC News staff of the diagnosis this morning and said he'll anchor the broadcast when he feels up to it over the next few months as he begins chemotherapy. There will be good days and bad, which means some days I may be cranky, some days really cranky, told ABC News employees in an email. Charles Gibson, who I cannot stand, by the way, who's in Rome for the Pope's funeral, and Elizabeth Vargas will be Jennings' primary substitutes on Evening News, guaranteeing once again that I'll stick with uh, something. Who am I watching now? The oh, that's right. I saw a little bit on, no, I saw John Roberts on. And now Bob Schieffer is, uh, he's uh, campaigning to get that full-time job now. Is he? Yeah. He wants them to say, okie dokie. For what it's, I mean, how long can he last? He's like 100, isn't he? few days. About 30, man. Jennings first anchored ABC's Evening Newscast for two years in the 60s, was a Europe-based correspondent for the network after that. He started again as an anchor as ABC tried a multi-anchor format in the 78, and then took over to broadcast himself in 83. Peter Jennings has lung cancer. Cancer sticks. Heavy-duty smoker, baby. Cancer sticks. Hear that, Put Brian? Down. Yeah, Boca Brian's out there uh, puffing mm-hmm. away. Idiot. Makes Lunatic. a living with his voice. Lunatic. Maniac. Let's see. Here's one. Can you mention something besides SpyBot for cleaning spyware? Uh, yeah. Well, there's Adware and Adware. There's all a bunch of them. Underwear. SpyBot's pretty good. SpyBot's very good. Yeah. And it's free. And it downloads right. in about three, four minutes. And uh, and it runs in about one or two minutes. Every, I run it every morning. And there are a whole bunch you can actually pay for. Right. But why, why should you want to pay for it when you can get it for free? That's what the Scran said. It didn't help, though, in the end. Well, <laughs> ah, for a while. long while. Five six seven oh five sixty. She's not there. I'm looking at that picture of the sales department. It's Fat Boy. You're right. We finally got it. We finally saw. That. Well, I, I had him pretty high on the list anyway. Sure. I thought that was a sure. good shot. Obsessed with the show. And he had the nerve yesterday of being in here with that walking, that ugly walking stick. And uh, I made some crack about. It. Oh no. Nah, nah, nah. And then he starts in with his silly stories about Petey Lenny and his cat, and about Skippy's wife had a baby. Don't come in here and uh, you know uh, glad hand me. And smile to my face, you phony, fat piece of turd. Who the hell are you kidding, man? He's been taking my crap for ten years. The whole world has been suffering from your crap. Why do you think they had that tsunami over there? That's right. <laughs> he dove in over here. Oh, my God. The, the shock waves that happened to the plates. What? That's right. All those plates that keep shifting. He, in fact, he's doing something that sounds like that, and the plates keep shifting. I don't want to say what he's doing. I can't say it, Joyce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Five six seven oh five fifty. Let's get back to this poll, okay? First, here's a fact that says if any of your listeners are interested in executing a Florida living will, they're available free, of course, on the Florida Bar website, flabar.org. Click on the Consumer Services link on the left. It'll offer several choices, including the Living Will page. The direct link to the page is excessively long itself, but you can have directly linked on your website with no problem. The Living Will page of flabar.org. Wow, how do you like that? Well, thank you so much for whatever this is. Okay, let's uh, take a few calls. We've got many, many names to get on this thing. WQAM, hello. Yeah, what a friggin' retard, Neil. That guy is unbelievable. Please don't have him interject with the show. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Why don't WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, when I used to live in New York, I used to know David Peel. Yeah. And he does a great song about O.J. Simpson and... Uh, also, is this the guy that called before about David Peel? No, no, I only oh. call about once every three weeks. Oh, thank so. God! I thought we were getting a David Peel uh, medley here. No, that guy's a riot. He's a, to- he's a total burnout. But uh, oh. I also met uh, Drew Barrymore, and uh, she said I was really cool. Yeah. 
and uh, they had a movie set going on on my street, in Ludlow Street. Mm -hmm. So I was cranking music up really loud to disrupt it, you know, because yeah. I got sick of that business. <laughs> so I said, well, if you uh, turn the music down, we'll let you meet Drew Barrymore. Uh -huh. And I was such a uh, sucker at the time. I yeah. fell for it, and I met her, and uh, she said, you're really cool. And then I turned the I'd have gotten off. a few grand for it. About 30, man. 30 grand and meeting Drew Barrymore. In fact, I might have said, just give me the 30 grand, and I'll pass on meeting that one. Yeah. yeah, I was young and uh, impressionable. Yeah, obviously. Now I'm old and not impressionable. Old and gay, gray. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Thanks. Don't do it again. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. It was Fat Boy. First we thought it was Bodzini, and then we thought it was Tataglia, and it was Fat Boy all along. How do you like that, you tub of crap, you? Okay. Dave Friedman's a phone? pimp. Yeah, yeah. Dave Friedman's just a pimp. It was High Boy all along. You're right. That Dave Friedman man, what a piece of work he must be, huh? He has a wife, you know. Hi, Pally. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, Neil, I, I thought of a great four-letter word to describe you. It can be said on the radio. Yeah. Fool. Yeah. That's you, a fool. Uh-huh. That's right. And? You're a fool, and it's clear by the way you behave. Uh-huh. Well, thanks Neil, for listening. Jesus thanks Christ has risen. Thanks for listening. Jesus Christ. Christ has risen. Thanks for listening. Okay, Christ has risen. Right. Because I don't want to believe his fairy tales, therefore I'm a fool. So he's mm -hmm. got, that's a good Christian there. He's calling up to give me a little shot because yeah. uh, I don't believe his bull crap. Okay. You. Believe whatever you want, sweetheart. Fool. WQAM, hello. Neil, would it be possible to add Shaquille O'Neal to your list of actors? Shaquille O'Neal, that's right. That's He's made some fantastic uh, movies, yeah. Yeah, like Steel and all the other great ones. Right. Thank you, Neil. You have a great day. Welcome and back to you, okay? Don't be a fool now. Thank you. I'm going to put seven. Shaq on there, though. What is it? Just put Shaq. That's right. We don't have to spell Shaquille O'Neal, you know? It's becoming so confusing now, like with Ruben Sierra. I mean, am I the only person that's offended by that? I mean, the people just keep changing the way you're... Catherine Zeta-Jones is now Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Tony Dorsett became Tony Dorsett, and it just goes on. I In mean, her talk, case, talk I about was, uh... arrogance. Mm -hmm. No, talk about arrogance. It's just obnoxious. I think that's the correct way to say Ruben her name. Ruben Sierra. Would say wrong the whole time. Do you know anybody... Do you ever hear of anybody named Ruben? No. I, I can understand if he was like a big superstar. He's a good ball player, but he's like a big... And even then it would be, it'd be more obnoxious. Huh? That would be like Alexa Rodriguez. Although, if he don't put you up a little bit in New York, they might start calling him that. Hey, Alexa, I got my Alexa toolbar. It's 11 past... Yeah, that's, well, everybody, they got that baby candy bar, right? Right. So what's wrong with having an Alexa toolbar? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon. You're a fool because you don't believe the same fairy You're tales that I do. He was good. I liked him a lot. And Christ is risen. Christ is risen. And so is my uh, uh, sponge cake. Yeah, yeast. Hey, if your hair hasn't risen, in fact, if it's fallen out, the answer is uh, Chuck Alfieri. Charlie, in fact, maybe I'll go over there this afternoon to pacify Fat Boy because he's a little bit taken aback by my bald head. He's upset. Charles has been helping the famous and the not-so-famous look their best for over 30 years. About 30, man! You wouldn't even recognize his work when you see it because it looks like the real thing. Not like some mousy-looking piece that died on your head, but like real hair. And the most critical area of any hair system is the hairline, and Charlie's new skin-like hair system is 100%... Um, detect... Oh, what again? Um, uh, Undetectable. So you got the wrong one in there, or I do anyway. And uh, here you have nothing to lose but that shiny, ugly bald spot that makes you look uh, schmutzy and so much older, by the way. You try Charlie's system for a month for about, about 30 man. days, and after a month, if you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, if you're not getting more action than Rob Lowe in a uh, men's room, then uh, make the call and uh, just send it back. Say, hey, here's your hair back, Charlie. It ain't working for me, but I guarantee it will. 
And when you make that call, tell Charlie you heard about it here on the Neil Rogers Show, and you get you a special $200 discount off the already low price of 800 bucks on that natural hairline system. It's the best-looking piece in the universe, so you got a choice. You want to look like a silly person wearing a muskrat, or you want to look like a mensch, younger and better than you ever dreamed you could again. The choice is yours. If you choose the latter, make that call. Call Charles Alfieri toll-free, 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413, or on the Wicked Wild Web, it's charlesalfieri.com. And don't forget, when you call Charlie, say, Hiya, Powie! When it comes to entertainment, it's Neil Rogers, Neil Rogers, Midday's. Sports Radio 560, QAM. solved it. So Fat Boy calls it on the inside line there for George during the last break and just vehemently denies that he was the uh, Lyle and, and outs the fact that it was Gary Sarner done it. That was incredible. <laughs> well, I guess he had to out the uh, real uh, culprit, right? Right. He said it was definitely Gary Sarner. Right? <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Hi, Pally! Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's a fax from James who says, "How about adding Craig Kilborn to the poll? And if you like bacon so much, check out baconwhores.com." Craig Kilborn does movies. That's what it says here. I don't think so. I'll look. I doubt it. Uh, what is BaconWhores.com? I guess during the next break I'll have to look that up. Huh? Probably some kind of a pornographic, disgusting. Probably has something to do with Fat Boy <laughs> and Gary Sarner. Here's another one for you, by the way. Before you are, are you uh, googling? I'm googling. Yeah, that's right. Tom Cruise. Okay. Which I would agree with that. I'm getting really tired of that Tom. You fairy. Yeah, I'm getting really sick of him. He just uh, in the beginning he was fine, doing some good movies, a few good men. He was in, uh, what else did we like? Uh, Rain Man. What other good movie has he ever been in? Born on the Fourth of July. Born on the Fourth of July. He was excellent. That's favorite. right. And uh, that was it. Other than that, if I never see him again, it'll be too soon. Hey, Tom. You fairy. I, I guess he's been in uh, three movies. Craig Kilborn has been movies. in three movies that are all bad, so you better put him on there. They hate him like poison. They wish he would die. They wish that he would get Peter Jennings' lung cancer instead. WQAM, hello. Antonio Baldaris. WQAM, hello. Oh! <laughs> 
WQAM, hello. Mr. Rogers? Yes, sir, Mr. Caller. Uh, your show has taken a good 10 years of my life. I've listened to your show in my worst days and smiled, but you've gone way too far yeah. speaking about the Pope that way. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and talking, why don't I use a real voice instead of like that? This is a bad talk, fake voice. Sir. Bad fake voice. Oh, that sounds like Reverend Jones, sir. Every time we get to sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bad one. Try a new one. WQAM, hello. Uncle Leo. By the way, I got a present for you, Reverend Jones, when I'm at Pompano Park. I got a baseball bat for him. I'm going to give it to you personal. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, Louisville yeah, Slugger. Give, give it to him personally. Anyways, Ruben Sierra. Ruben Sierra. Yeah. He's trying to be Spanish. He's in with the Green Tooth Mafia. Let me ask you this question. Do you know anybody, uh, Espanol, who say Ruben? Ruben, yeah. Everybody yeah, speaks uh, Spanish. Ruben, my he's ass, appealing. man. He's appealing. Ruben, my ass. Liniment? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Prep H. That is pathetic. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless lines. WQAM, hello. Christ is risen, Eisner. <laughs> that was good. And so is our pound cake. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. Boy, these religious callers, I, I tell you, they're, they're, they're killing me. Yeah, they're killing me, too. They're probably are killing Jesus right now again. The power of Christ compels you to put a bullet through their head. That's what Jeb Bush said in reverse. Hey, I got a he said, you got to believe. Oops. <laughs> I got a question about SpyBot. I have it on my computer. I'm computer challenged. Yeah. And I, it, does it help? It removes uh, the source of pop-ups, or, or it, 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 it removes the spyware. Yeah, it removes spyware, but it's not a pop-up blocker. If you want a uh, good pop-up, there are all kinds of pop-up blockers, but uh, Lex is a good pop-up blocker. Okay, well, what is the spyware? Oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, oh, no, Hotbot, H-O-T, Hotbot is a, a good pop-up blocker, too. Hotbot. Hotbot, H-O-T, Yeah, B-O-T, Hotbot. It removes uh, the sources of spyware, like all this crap, this extraneous crap that keeps sneaking in there. You'd be amazed how much of that crap is in there. Yeah, because when I run it, it always finds it, I'll say, like, found 13 problems, 14 right. problems. Right. Run, run it every day, just automatic. When you fire up your computer in the morning uh, or whenever you do, just run it every day automatic, and it's a good deal. And delete, then immunize. Right. Yeah, those pop-ups are coming. Anyway, I'm talking to you, and you know what? You're better in Miami, and the folks must go. Okay. Uh, if you want to use Firefox, I'm going to say it again, Mozilla Firefox, you won't get any pop-ups, you won't get any viruses, right. you won't have to run all of this uh, stuff because you won't have any problems. Every once in a great while, a pop-up. Like Firefox? Yeah. I, I never had one. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I never had maybe one. Once in a great you know. while, maybe one or two right. a week. I think it was a Ruben Sierra pop-up ad. Is that, is, no, they don't really say that, Ruben. Is how that a know, Julio who, thing? How would I know? Well, what do you mean, how would you know? Oh, oh I just thought, thought you were talking about the sports guy. No, no, I mean, is Ru that, a, you must uh, say. Ruben. Uh, Ruben. Yeah, that's how you Ruben? say it. Ruben? I see, so now, now we're going to have to, like, uh, Latinize all the uh, Latino ballplayers, is that it? I guess they want their names pronounced. So, uh, like, Alex Rodriguez, they don't say Alex. How would you say Alex? Alejandro. Uh, Alejandro <laughs> Rodriguez, there you go, that's good. Alex. Alejandro. Alex. Keep the vowels uh, short. Uh, I mean, cut the crap. And the fact that John Miller, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a big John Miller fan. I heard uh, Mad Dog the other day going on. I, I'm not a big uh, John Miller fan at all. I don't like the fake. He's still fake. There was a, uh, there was a uh, stolen base in the game, and the catcher throws to that. See, that phony, that stage fake, you know, not, not that he's excited that he really means it. And it's so obviously fake. It's like a fake orgasm. You know, who, who wants to hear that? I, I, and, of course, Joe Morgan. I mean, man, you talk about somebody with naked pictures. But, hey, if that's the best we got is Joe Morgan and John Miller, what does that tell you about the, the state of sports casting today? Wow. Here he is turning over in his grave. Safe. WQAM, hello. 
Hello? I want to hear that Roxy Bernstein. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Neil. Uh, you got, uh, Microsoft's got a spyware program there, too. They do? Yeah. Well, everybody and their brother does, I guess. <laughs> Works pretty good. Just give it a shot. Okay. Later. Thanks. Microsoft's got a spyware program. There's only about how many thousand of them? About 30, man. But I'd run them, man. Get all that crap yeah. off of there. Because once, especially once you get one of those viruses in there. See, that's if you use Firefox, you're never going to have a virus. Right. It's what I use on my laptop. Never had any spyware. Never had any how, viruses. How many, how many months ago? I told these people mm -hmm. months ago about Mozilla Firefox. Sure. It's three times faster than, mm -hmm. I don't care how lightning fast your computer is, it's three times faster than Internet Explorer. I'm telling you that right sure. now. And Explorer, for some, I don't know what it is, but on a lot of computers, Explorer just seems to create a lot of problems. It's because it has a lot of features and Multi options. And that, so it's, it's big. Yeah. And so when something has a lot of features and more options, just like any other piece of equipment. See, if I could put my Alexa toolbar in there, which is designed for Explorer, it's mm -hmm. not compatible right. with Fox, Firefox. So if I could put it on the Firefox or something equivalent to use for uh, sending emails right. to Eric and uh, Josh and so on, uh, I'd, get, I'd just delete Explorer. I mean, you can't get it out of your computer because it comes with it. But I would just delete the icon, just not, mm -hmm. you know, who would use it? Right. Nobody. Right? Nobody. What's to like? WQAM, hello. How about mini-me, uh, Neil? WDQAM, hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, I'm the guy who called you a couple of weeks ago with the... Called me what? You know, the Italian lesson. Maricon? No, the Italian lesson, remember? The Italian uh, lesson about what? Uh, when you were talking about the restaurants and stuff, uh, I, I just wanted to uh, tell you that Ruben is the way you pronounce uh, Ruben in Spanish. Ruben? Ruben, yes. Oh, wow. Ruben? Yeah. Well, also, well, when did, also, I, when did uh, that all start, though? Why do we have to uh, sp uh, speak well, up his name like that? To, you know, maybe he just wants to change the way he pronounces his name. Well, so, that, and what about Tony Dorsett? What what uh, ethnic background is that besides well, dark? How about Patrick Sertan? Yeah, there you go. Patrick Sertan. That's another hey. one. No wonder they're hey. dumping his ass out of here. And also, Terry, Terry Schiavo is Schiavo. It means, in Italian, it means slave. I'll be damned. Isn't that appropriate, huh? <laughs> she was slave. She was slave to that. Cube. Yeah. Yes. It's pronounced Kiaho. Oh yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Have a nice day, Neil. I'll leave it there, Chief. Bye. Ciao. Hasta luego. And uh, dos vidania. Oh, I see. I knew he was a comunista after all. Dos vidania. Start with that Ruski yeah. stuff, man. Comunista. It is so uh, sad. Really sad. <laughs> it just is. One-dimensional people, that old green-tooth crowd in Dade County, you know, never going to change. It's all they know from. Let me say it again. Batista was a criminal. He was a crook. He was a gangster. He was in bed with all the gangsters. They were giving him big briefcases full of money, man. Cash, multi, uh, just sure. a, what? I said, sure. Yeah. Michael. Right. We finally got what he was. was he was wanted. even worse than freaking fat boy. Hiya, Pally! And that's saying a lot. When it comes to sports. And Gary Stern. We knew it was you, Gary. We knew it was you. Sports Radio 560. QAM. David's a bitch. Hi. I'm Dr. Neil Clark Sorrow, founder of eBaloney.com. If you've tried other dating services and have been disappointed, maybe it's time you lowered your expectations. At eBaloney.com, we realize that the best relationships are based on lies and deceptions. Sure, I love snuggling on the couch and watching a lifetime. That's why we base our matches on 40 individual personality questions, all of which allow you to lie your ass off. A blonde, green-eyed, 115 pounds, and a D-cup. Wow, I like Nazi too. Find your true love. Log on to our website and get your personality profile, a $50,000 value, 
absolutely free at ebaloney.com. Oh, I'm not married. Well, speaking of baloney, uh, Ken Halpern faxes me, not about uh, baloney necessarily, but about that diet. Okay. Emails me and says, uh, Michael Thurman diet, six-week makeover, Provida.com. Better do a Google on it. Provida, P-R-O-V-I-D-A, Provida.com. See what it's all about. That's what evidently everybody is doing. That's Ken Halpern from National Limos, by the way, my good, close, personal friend, with hair not quite as short as mine. Uh, oh, look at this. Thank you for your purchase of Spyware Doctor from PC Tools. Wow, isn't that exciting? Okay. That was the one uh, that I couldn't get to work, as a matter of fact. So, no thank you. Anyway, here's their site. And what does it say? Lose weight, reshape, live healthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got a bunch of crap to read. Home products, customer service. They got products. Oh, they have products? Buy the products. That's what that guy said from Herbalife. Buy the products. What in? What is all this crap on my email here, man? This is only uh, since I'm sitting in this room. I got crap. Crap up the old uh, earlobe. Five six seven oh five sixty. How how are we doing with that pull? I guess I better get off of my email. I was actually looking for bacon whores, and uh, there ain't nothing on there. What? You're talking with your mic off oh, again. Oh, again? I forgot to look that up. Yeah, you see, you, bl- you blame the engineering department on that in here, and you're talking with your mic off in there, and there ain't nothing Sorry. wrong with that switch yet. No, well, the light bulbs don't work, but... Oh, it doesn't really? No, of course not. Look, you want to look? Mic's on, light's off. The bulbs don't work in there? Well, what kind of crap is that? Normal. You know, I want to... Seriously, this business with these silly-ass faxes which may be very amusing to some people. I don't give a crap what anybody says. I have never seen such a bunch of shiftless, lazy, do-nothing clowns. And that's not everybody. There are a lot of people in this building do some hard work. Or, well, some. But, uh, you know... As far as engineering is concerned, you can't complain about the job they do because they don't do one. It's just shocking. How can, how can all the lights be out on the board in there? How the hell do you know when that mic is on? Yeah. That way. Hello. Hello. You start talking and hope you hear yourself back. I'm going to tell you, that fix it. He better get his ass in here between now and the show tomorrow morning and get that thing straightened out. What a, what a lazy bunch of slackers they are. And you're, and you're telling me how great they all are, including these people I never met before. I did. Yeah. Uh, Steph, he's a good guy. They have them working, doing something. Doing what? Doing anything Other but things. anything but this studio that has to do with this show is that what it is? I bet you Corso wrote those notes. No, he didn't. Know, he he was in here yesterday getting this computer all straightened out. Who so was George Corso? Yes. Get out of here. Working with it, making Get sure that I could uh, do all of the things that I'm George doing. George right Corset was in there doing that. Yeah, that is incredible. Does he know what it has to do with this show specifically? Wow. Well, of course, he's the one that got us on there in the first place. See how That's you turn right. on people. He was the, the one time. that worked feverishly to get us on here when Greg uh, turned tail and ran off to Chicago that time. And by the way, Greg, you and Maddie, I hope you have a nice lunch or two. I hope you're paying for it, although I doubt it. Probably going to that Suchi place. They're paying for it. For what? Look at this. Uh, what are all these, uh, all this email? What the hell is all this crap coming on here? I don't get this at home. It must be here, huh? WQAM, hello. It's Neil. Hey, Neil. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil, next week, uh, radio's new emergency alert signal. It's going to be. That's not even the guy. It's more That's than not even. Eyes. No, that's not him. It's not the original, no. No, not even close. <laughs> even Mo does a better uh, takeoff on the original guy. That was pretty weak, pal. Pally. Hiya, Pally. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, how are you? Okay. Uh, Intermute puts out a spy subtract program that's pretty good, although you have to pay for it. And. Uh, you use it every other day or every day. It's pretty good, though. And then you just do a history deletion on your computer. It takes care of most of the spyware, which is really pretty insidious. I think SpyBot's pretty good. It is. It's good, but spyware is very good. 
Okay. And, uh, I mean, that's five out is free, and of course, most of these people are freeloaders, so keep that in mind. Yeah. Right. Um, the guy, I don't know if you put him on there with Polly Shore. Ugh. I wouldn't watch a Polly Shore movie on a bed. He's uh, moved up to a very respectable third place, by the way. He's right on Mel Gibson's back. I would put on, You know, i got to tell you, Gibson's become really unctuous lately. I agree with you, but there was a movie George may have seen it called Man with Half a Face. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I liked it. I thought it was very good. It was fun. He's got he's got the ability to do good stuff, but for reasons I don't want to admit that he's made a several good movies. Yeah, but yeah, a, he does. On a personal, uh, as somebody I know would say, on a visceral level, he yeah. just uh, he just makes me nauseous. Yeah, he's well, he's man. gotten to be a, a classic. He's a crazy right winger. Yeah, he's, he's off, exactly. off the charts. Loopy. Even a pope was embarrassed by him. I think he was. Although I still think the pope had some stones for standing up to the commies. But beyond that, you know, he was. All over the place, I agree. He was all over the place and mostly in the wrong place. Okay, have a great day. Later. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I keep hearing that. I don't understand Stop. it. Stop. Stop. He funneled them some money. I think not, not a lot about, about 30, 30 lira to the uh, solidarity movement there. I Luckily, see. He's gave him some pocket change. And they got up and said, communista, communista, you know. And that was that. Of course, Hitler hated the communists, too. I know. Like poison. Uh -huh. They were like sure. arch rivals. Absolutely. And then if he would have realized that Jude Law was going to be in there, uh, he never would have gone into Russia. No, see, that was his downfall, man. I I'm telling you, if he wouldn't have realized Jude that Law. little Jude Law. Right. I, I, you know, I like Jude Law, but he's starting to get a little Tom Hanksy lately. He's like in too many damn movies. You know what he, I mean? He's in a lot of movies. He's very good. Right. Most of the movies he's in is very good. But he's just starting to do a little bit too much work to make me happy. Take a vacation, Jude. Yeah, take take some time off, Ju Jude. Judas. Hey, Jude. WQAM, hello. You suck! Was that a little raspberry there on the end, too? No extra charge for that. That was good. QAM, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. I think that was the phone. Speak to Uncle Neil. What is it? Can I speak to Uncle Neil? You're speaking to him. Who do you think is answering this phone? You think George is going to talk to you people? You've got to be dreaming. We're live? We're live. Live. I'm like... with about an 80-minute delay, yeah. You're a good man. Yeah, I am. Hey, the pub smokes dope. Yeah. Is that like a bulletin? Uh, no. Okay, good. WQAM, hello. Uh, yeah, Neil, what's going on? How, How are you doing, sir? Good. How are you today? Pretty um, good. Good, good. I'm at How work. are you today? Better than some, not as good as others. Oh. Definitely not as good as you. Mm -hmm. um, How do you know that? Maybe I'm like Ellen. You don't know. Maybe I'm putting <laughs> on a good act. Oh, actually, I'm uh, doing pretty good today. Yeah, you never I'm know. I'm the dentist. Opening day, but I know you don't. Oh, it's opening day. I forgot. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Neil, God. Hey, um, do me a favor. Put me on hold so I can listen to the No, show. no chance. Five, six, seven. We got too many people trying to call in with important names for our uh, actor actress uh, right. gross out uh, list, okay? Put me on hold, my ass. <laughs> I'll go get the gloves. Got a big pair of hands. 20 to 1 at QAM. And by the way, Fat Voice is Gary Sarner done it. When it comes to what he said. We've got the biggest personality. QAM.
Okay, I'm just compelled. The Spirit of Christ compels me to read this article by Matthew Fox, Ph.D., who is a theologian and president emeritus of the University of Creation, Spirituality in California. Okay. Got it? Sounds like a cult. How about Il Papa? Oh, yeah, right. Some reflections on the recent papacy of John Paul, Juanos Paulos Ducis. While the media responds profusely to the telegenic pope who just passed away, and while he accomplished some good things, just such as taking a stand against the Iraq war and against capital punishment and against the idolatry of consumerism, I really do believe that history will not be kind to this pope. This pope and his self-appointed German mafia, headed by Cardinal Ratzinger, will have to face the judgment of history, and very likely God also, over issues that include but are not limited to the following. A preoccupation with morality as sexual issues, even when the morality is deeply flawed, I include the following examples. The forbidding of one billion Catholics worldwide to practice birth control, even while the human population explodes at the seams. The forbidding of the use of condoms, even in a time when AIDS is killing individuals and whole populations the world over. The headlong pursuit of Augustine's theology of sexuality, in other words, all sex must be legitimized by having children. Ugly attacks in the Pope's name against homosexuals, and the complete ignoring of what science and professional psychological associations have learned about homosexuality. For example, that it's a natural phenomenon for 8 to 10 percent of any given human population, as well as over 406 non-human species. He admits it! Other... Other attacks include documents against yoga, against Buddhism, calling it atheism, against feminist philosophers, against women, girls cannot serve at the altar, nor can women be priests, and against theologians in general. Priests are forbidden to use the pronoun she for God at the altar. A prolonged effort to render fascism fashionable, this includes the rushing into canonization of the card-carrying fascist priest who founded the Opus Dei movement, even though this man actually praised Adolf Hitler and also denounced women and has been accused of sexual abuse of six young men who are still alive today. The taking of Opus Dei under the hand of the papacy, granting it legitimacy and power within and without the Catholic structure. The conscious destruction and systemic dismantling of the liberation theology movement and the very vital base communities that spawned in Latin America in particular, a move which has opened up Latin America to an onslaught of Pentecostal and right-wing religious huckstering. The demise of the Catholic Church in Latin America is now well underway. Pentecostals are sweeping away the population. Now that this papacy, with the encouragement and support of the CIA, has destroyed liberation theology and replaced it with Opus Dei bishops and cardinals. The effort to eliminate theology and replace it with ideology by spreading fear among theologians. The expulsion from the priesthood of three prominent theologians on three continents in the 90s sent fear into the ranks of theological thinkers since. Those three uh, theologians are Leonardo Baugh from Latin America, Father Eugene Drurman from Germany, and myself in North America. The sorry appointment of ideological yes-men as bishops and cardinals, and with it the scandalous pedophile priest situation, where the scandal is less about individual priests' crimes than about the cover-up of those crimes by churchmen who, lacking either moral integrity or intellectual smarts, move these criminals from parish to parish and from diocese to diocese. One legal commentator points to a Vatican document on dealing with pedophile priests as an international conspiracy to obstruct justice. Three close bishop friends of this pope in Europe were themselves forced to resign for sexual misconduct. Even more curious is the elevation of one key American churchman, Cardinal Law, head of the Boston Archdiocese, where the U.S. pedophile scandal first went public, to a plum parish assignment in Rome this past year. The rigid sticking to celibacy as a requisite for being a priest, as well as the requisite of having exclusively male genitals, means fewer and fewer Catholics have access to the sacraments, and fewer and fewer persons are drawn to study up for the priesthood. The attendance at Mass on Sundays in San Francisco alone has plummeted 70% during this Pope's reign. As a result of his policies, the demise of the number of practicing Catholics in the northern countries, including Ireland and U.S., continues unabated. In a few years, two-thirds of parishes in Germany will have no pastors and no Eucharistic celebration. Already 1,400 priests in Germany are from outside the country, and the number of new priests ordained there has dropped from 366 in 1990 to 161 today. The average priest worldwide is over 60 years of age. 
the raising of the papacy to a cult of personality aided and abetted by the fawning media. Speaking of the fawning media, this papacy granted a Man of Conscience Award to Rupert Murdoch, who the year after he got the award divorced his wife of many years to marry a younger woman. The Holy Spirit is far smarter and forward-looking than any papacy, and thus this destruction of Catholicism's past may well be the Spirit's way of creating a flatter playing field for deep, what is it, ecumenism and interfaith in the future. How do you say that? Sounded good to me. Yeah. Meanwhile, though many good Catholics are deeply hurt and alienated from their church, there are a lot more recovering than practicing Catholics out there, and little leadership appears on the horizon since this Pope's appointments and policies have stifled so much talent and blockaded so much potential for intelligent faith. When I think of this Pope, I think of a hard-working priest who came to see me a year ago from Southern California. He cried as he told me how all the budget for a ministry to the poor was being cut to pay for a big new cathedral and for priestly misconduct. He himself was close to leaving the priesthood. I think of another priest who came to me three years ago who was the person who actually ran his entire diocese on behalf of his bishop. He was at his wit's end with the hypocrisy and lies emanating from Rome. He knew many secrets. Rather than leave and rather than play the game, he quit his position in diocese and found a ministerial position in another diocese thousands of miles away. Now that this pope has passed, let readers reflect on the seriousness of these matters and pray for this pope. I, for one, would ha ha hate to have to face my creator with a track record like this one. Very good. Yeah, how do you like that, huh? Just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, but he really uh, stood up to the communists in Poland there in the Berlin Wall. See, all you got to do for the public out there, for the masses, is just repeat a few trite cliches, and that takes care of it all. It washes all this other stuff away. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. They were showing a baptism on here, though. They were showing this. Water. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of the scene in The Godfather. The dubbin, the dobbin, the sponge. When he was, uh, yeah. When he was Godfather to Connie's baby. You do believe in one God. Right. Mind. And they're sp spritzing a little water. And I thought to myself, how is it possible? It's the year 2005. Mm -hmm. How can mankind be so stupid and continue doing these idiotic rituals and all? Oh, but he was baptized in the name of the Father. I mean, please. Cracker, please. Because the water is magical. Oh, is that what it is? Magic water. Remember in the Exorcist? It burns. It's, it burns. It's tap water. Aha, <laughs> gotcha. It's tap water. Oh, How do you like that? Then there was only tap water. It burns. It was a real head turner, though. Having fun with Satan. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Got another one for your poll. Okay. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Do you know who that is? I know. I do. He's, uh, he's in Shanghai Nights with Jackie Chan. Oh, one of those. Yeah. So he's, he, he, You've seen him. He's in all the Ben Stiller movies. He's got a giant nose. Yeah, bigger than three other people. Oh, he looks together. like Celia Cruz on a bad day, right? Yeah. And now that the Pope is dead, the, the uh, Catholic Church is going right down the tube. <laughs> tube. Oh, that's bad. That's what that article said that I just read. It's going right down the tube. Here's a fax that says from when one of our chronic regular faxers says. Can I ask you a question? Did okay. I do the break at the 1240? Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay, I didn't Trust cross me. it out. The one with Treasure uh, Island? Yes. Is that the one that said with Boca Brian? No, that's a rejoin. Oh, no, I know that. Just, just being caustic as usual. Just being a of bastard. Uh, it says, along the lines of Ruben Sierra and Patrick Sertan, recently I've heard a couple of news anchors pronouncing Prince Rainier as Prince Rignay. Rignay? Rignay. Where did that start? Rignay? Renoir. I don't know. Prince Rainier. Sure. We don't, we don't, we don't do foreign pronunciations. Bing. We do say Maurice Chevalier. We don't call him right. Chevalier. Chevalier. Right? Right. And we don't call him Morris. Although uh, the Bee Gees, it was we Morris Gibb. Maurice. Morris. The cat. Not Maurice. I said Maurice today that he croaked on it. Uh, he choked on it. Uh, got his thing in his... Uh, Tube. Remember? He yeah. had some blockage in his... Tube. From eating that Big Mac. Oh, I got to play that. No, I, uh, that, that is... <laughs> it's that, great. That is such a classic... Oh... Insensitive, cruel. Yeah. Quit smoking, Boca. Okay, we need you another uh, couple of months, oh, years, whatever it's going to be. I beg and put it. I was standing there one day, not thinking I would die. 
from being able to make do-do-do. I should never eat McDonald's. A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels. Cube! How can you die from infected parts? Who let these butcher doctors in? Now my heart stops. You schmutz at Sinai. Tore my intestines out. I guess I should have known what to expect Living in Miami With the kind of service you get in this town I would act and need to follow If I didn't eat that crap I swallow <laughs> Why can't you lend me some ukulele? Why can't you losers get it right? My bowels were blocked Inside my hiney can make my turds go out. Rectum. You fail. I think George even likes the Bee Gees. I like the Bee Gees a lot. He admits it. <gasps> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and sing, singular wireless. Oh, I, I, I heard that it. and I said to myself, that has got to be the most stone age, the most idiotic. I mean, you talk about uh, a stale old fart, you know, who tries to pretend to be hip and cool, <laughs> and he's talking about props for this one and props for pops. You know. You're about as cool as a frog's fart, sweetheart. By the way, speaking of him, Mo will be out at the ballpark at Gay G. G stands, of course, for gay. Gay. And uh, maybe you want to ask him if Neil admits it, yeah. Or maybe he'd like to rub my bald spot. I think that's what it is. I think he's got this tremendous rub them together. No thanks. Fire that would Mo make. at the Gaethje at the for Marlins opening day, two to three thirty this afternoon. Immediately following the show as we get into baseball, baby. Any interest out there? Huh? No. Oh yeah, they're all whipped up because it's opening day. Even the Kathy Willis house opening. Of course, that was every day. And then we got uh, the Marlins and the Braves at four oh five. The pregame is at three thirty. And Geldy at Hollywood Dog Track at seven o'clock tonight. That should be a real. <laughs> I hear the first race is going to be a real squeaker. In fact, they're all going to be close when Geldy's at the track. All the races are squeakers. Here's a fact that says Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Okay? Just to see if you can spell it right. Well, you can always Google it or not, in case maybe. It's just like it sounds. Anyway, here's what we got so far. We got a lot of votes on here. 755. Not too bad. We're not, like, pushing it, pumping it, squeezing it. What actor, actress, best fits this? I uh, won't ever see a movie if this person be in it. J-Lo. Holy cow. She's got a stranglehold on it. 226 for that fat-ass bitch. Mel Gibson, 96. Although Pauly Shore, well, Pauly's falling back a little bit. Mel's got, no, 90, excuse me. Pauly Shore, 76. Ben Affleck, 45. Julia Roberts, 40. Oh, come on. Poor Julia. Richard Gere, 33. You think the uh, gerbil has to pay admission? No, I think he gets a free. He gets free admission? Whoopi Goldberg, 26. Will Smith, 26. Woody Allen, 10. John Revolta, uh, I'm sorry, Woody Allen, 18. And John Revolta, 18. Vin Diesel. Where's that van? Los Vin Vin. Uh, Vin Diesel, 16. Madonna, 15. See, she ain't going as high as you thought. Some people thought, no. oh, she's going to go past J-Lo. Nah, way. Robert Downey Jr., 13. Jackie Chan, 10. George Clooney, 10. Fran Drescher, the nanny, 9. I'd poison her halava if I were you. Jack, <laughs> nah, 8. Judy, uh, Jody Foster, 8. Bud Foster, don't have any yet. Martin Lawrence, 6. Adam Sandler, 6. Bruce Willis, 6. Kevin Costner, 5. Steven Seagal, Siegel, has got the uh, 4. Tyne Daly's got four. Jim Carrey, four. Drew Barrymore, four. And after that, Tiny Potato. When it comes what to they sports, call it sports, 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 sports
two hour, it's a phenomenon. You've probably wondered why gasoline is $3 a gallon, although the experts say there's really no shortage. And maybe you've also wondered why, when the price of oil goes up, your local station raises gasoline prices immediately. But when the price of oil goes down, it takes forever for those gas prices to drop. And maybe you've also wondered why the price of gas is at an all-time high. Even though we've spent billions of dollars and thousands of lives to make Iraq our bitch. Well, now there's an oil company that tells you the truth. We're April Fuels. At April Fuels, we're not afraid to tell you there's really no oil shortage. In fact, half of our wells are shut down. And we've got refineries running at less than half their capacity. Why? So we can charge more, of course. At April Fuels, we don't care if our stations are colorful and well-lighted, because you're going to pay whatever we charge. At April Fuels, we believe in the law of supply and demand. We've got the supply, so we make the demands. So remember, the next time the president tells you we have to invade a Middle Eastern country or drill under endangered wildlife in a national park, oh my God. it's because of us. We're April Fuels, a division of Chevron Oil. That's right. Get over to your nearest gas station, hook up the old tube. Right, went in doubt, suck some gas out. Siphon some out of another car, because that's the only way you're going to be able to afford to do it. Isn't that what you do? Get a siphon tube. Right. And then suck. Gasoline extends record climb. Oh, my God. Thank you, Mr. President, for these incredibly low gas prices. What would we do without you? Gasoline prices continue to climb today, extending a trend that has seen one record price after another. Well, i got to get those, some new outfits for those schmatheads over there in Saudi Arabia. You know? More bleach. The cost of dry cleaning those things is through the roof. The average price of a gallon of regular unloaded gas rose to $2.20, according to AAA. On average, gas prices are highest in Hawaii, two forty-five for a gallon of regular unleaded. In New Jersey, the lowest, two oh two. Oh, what a bargain. Let's go to Jersey. Ooh, it stinks. The previous high reached before the latest run-up was two oh five and a half, noted uh, May 26th. According to a weekly survey of service stations, by, oh, and of course, keep in mind, wait till you hear this. The Energy Information Administration says prices are expected to keep rising through the Memorial Day holiday in late May, the beginning of the busy U.S. summer driving season. Great. That's when they really get to you. When they know you've got to drive a lot, they yeah. just want to reach a gouge. Just gouge the hell out of you and just rape your wallet and take away your life, every dime you got, and give it to the friggin' Arabs. That's what they want to do, to Bandar Bush and all of his buddies. And this is what you wanted? Just like Michael said in Godfather 3, this is not what I wanted. What's it death? Don't ever give an order like that again. Understood? The best is Connie when she's like, finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, after a little grudging. Mm-hmm. Maybe they ought to fear you. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon you? to you, sir. How you doing? Keanu Reeves. Can't stand the guy. A fabulous choice. Sensational choice. Thank you. Gives me wild diarrhea just thinking about him. Keanu Reeves. Oh, he was he was in a good movie where he played like uh, it was one of those thriller chiller movies, and he was up on the rooftop and he had the girl uh, tied up and the whole deal. What the was that movie? I don't know. It was good. Was it? Yeah. Well, he right. was the evil uh, evil doer. I'll watch it for free. WQAM. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, what's the going rate for George? WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. John Claude Van Damme. John Claude Van Damme. He's uh, old and burnt out, man. Old and tired. He's kind of like Arnold, you know. Was he ever in any good movie? No. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the don't interject so much by the way on the uh, Verizon <laughs> and singular wireless line 
I bet you Maddie Bell wrote the line for that broad that called yesterday. He probably feeding her the material. Get him off the air. Get him off. He's talking about eating uh, all that again. Now get him off. Ran into him yesterday. Did you really? Man. Ran into him? I, I, if you said he ran over him, I'd have given you an award. Giving you a lollipop. He says he likes me a lot. He's so full of crap. He, uh, see, you know, I want to tell you something. Like Fat Boy, same thing. P see, if certain people, if they wanted to come in and say, do you really mean what you say about me? I'd be more than happy to say yes. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. I mean, I'm here just for a few days. Like Sonny from the market said, not for a long time, just for a good time. But uh, So I'm trying to get along with everybody. Most of the people I like, they like me, whatever, or indifferent, who cares. But if somebody came in here who I find detestable and obnoxious and disgusting, uh, like the water Nazi, which well, she would never do that, but if she did, I'd say, get out of here, bitch. Go, go make the log. Or something like that. But she knows where she stands in my book, and I know where I stand with her. Mighty low. And that's fine. But people that, you know, how about like with Greg, the same thing? You were just telling me that before. Right. It's the same thing. He comes in here and schmoozes with you and uh, slaps you on the back. He's giving you the fist, the wrist, the, the Italian salute, everything. Yeah, but I believe Maddie. Why? I don't know. I just do. Bad move. Okay. Bad move. All right. No, remember what it says? No, I got thy, you down. Know thine enemies. Remember right. that? Who said that? I don't know. Julius Caesar? In the Bible or something. Caesar Augustus uh, Imperial, uh, Imperialis? Pope John. The, the Pope uh, Ed? Don Corleone. Don Corleone maybe said that. Know thine enemies, I think he said. Maybe Fredo said it when he was out there fishing. WQAM, hello. The Roxy Bernstein bashing hour starts tomorrow at 10, right here on 560 <laughs> WQAM. Have you heard Roxy Bernstein? See, he, he's too chicken to say it. Maybe I don't know Roxy. what he sounds like. No, it was not. I, I, actually, I'm not going to listen to the ball game, okay? i got bigger fish to fry. Although I probably will hear some of the ball game, like I said, after the dentist. So maybe the guy's right. Hey, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. If the guy is good, like, did I ever bash Boog on, a, uh, on baseball, doing not, baseball? Not that I recall. No way. Outstanding. Talk show, eh, but uh, baseball sensational. If somebody does a good job, I'll tell you. If they suck, I'll tell you that, too. It's just the way it is. not going to kiss anybody's ass, especially that Dave Van Boring with a bad hairpiece. WQAM, hello. How about Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, he's just still making a few bad movies. You want to put him on there? Oh, and speaking of that, thank you for calling in that. Because I keep forgetting about this. The son of Michael Jackson's former personal maid testified yesterday that Jackson initiated tickling sessions, which escalated to the pop star fondling the boy. Coochie, coochie, coo. Can I fondle you? After which Jackson would give him a $100 bill and tell him not to tell his mother about the money. Maybe you thought the kid was a stripper because he was shoving hundreds into his pants. Did you know that? Did you see that? No. He shoved a $100 bill into his pantaloons. The young man now... How many? How many? $100 bills. The young man, now 24, told jurors in Jackson's child molestation trial that the first incident took place when he was about seven years old. Seven years old at Jackson's apartment hideaway in Hollywood. The young man said he told nobody about what happened until he was 13, about two years after his mother stopped working for Jackson, when investigators looking into other allegations against Jackson interviewed him. After finally revealing what had happened, he went, said he went into counseling until he was 18. It took a lot of counseling to get over, he said, a remark that was stricken after the defense objected. His family later reached out a court settlement with Jackson before a lawsuit was filed, but he said he wasn't consulted about the legal action. He didn't reveal the amount of the settlement. The trial judge had earlier ruled jurors could be told previous cases were settled, but not for how much. The testimony came during the beginning of the six-week of testimony in the Singer's Child Molestation Trial. Uh, nervous and emotional, Monday's witness, who now works as a youth counselor and pastor, mm -hmm. grew tearful and his voice broke as he described what he says happened with Jackson more than 15 years ago. This is going to be hard for me to get through. I'm sorry, he said at one point. The witness described three incidents of alleged fondling by Jackson. When he was about seven at Jackson's Hollywood apartment, Jackson started tickling him, and the boy started tickling Jackson back. 
But at some point, Jackson began tickling my private little region around my crotch area above his clothes. He said he was laughing from the tickling and thought to himself that I'm laughing too much. Several weeks later, Jackson initiated another tickling session leading to genital contact after sending his mother to the store. The witness said he thought to himself that this is not right. Jackson, as he had after the first alleged incident, gave him a $100 bill, shoved it into his pants. When he was 10, he and Jackson were alone together in a loft in the arcade at Neverland Ranch when Jackson began tickling him while they were in a spooning position together on a couch. A spooning position. Yeah. Kind of like jello pudding. You know how you spoon that? With a big spoon. <clears throat> this time, he said, Jackson reached into his shorts and fondled his testicles, an episode that lasted two or three minutes. He said Jackson did not give him money on that occasion. See. Well, he's already in. Skate. He's already in. The former maid's son was the first of nine witnesses the prosecution plans to call in an effort to show Jackson had a pattern of grooming young boys for sexual abuse. Is there any doubt about it? No. Earlier Monday, the former house manager at Jackson's Neverland Ranch testified he saw the pop star intoxicated in the presence of children quite a few times and once saw him emerge in from the ranch's arcade with a group of drunk boys. The arcade has a wine cellar in the basement. <laughs> Try the wine. Jesus Salas Jesus, excuse me. See, we got to do these. I'm sorry. Jesus Salas also told jurors that on one occasion he took a bottle of wine and four glasses to Jackson's bedroom where he was staying with several children, including his teenage accuser in the current criminal case and the boy's younger brother. However, Salas also said Jackson ordered sodas in addition to the wine. When prosecutor Gordon Auchincloss pointed out he had not mentioned sodas in his police statement about the incident, Salas responded, uh, it just slipped into my mind. Yeah, just uh, dawned on him. Maybe he had like a little Coke in that Jesus juice. Yeah. Maybe one of our former program directors was there hanging out. He had a nose for exciting stuff. wonder how Suzanne is doing. I'll call her and ask her. Yeah. See whose baby she's having this week. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. What actor, actress just grosses you out so much, you wouldn't go see a movie they were in if they paid you by the millisecond? Who is it? WQAM, hello. Now, there's actually somebody on one. Can you hear? Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. I don't phony have horse. much material. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Polly. Yes, sir. Uh, for your poll, is Eddie Murphy on your poll? Not yet. He is. You want to put Antonio Banderas on there? Not really. He's a oh. good actor, and he's been in a lot of good movies. Well, there you go. This guy just don't like him, okay? Eddie Murphy, you should have quit while you were ahead. That's a very good, that's an excellent choice. He yes. just grinds me the wrong way. He Clockwise? Was, he was kind of like Will Smith, you know? I don't want to start getting into a racial thing, but uh, he wasn't satisfied just being one thing. Right. Then he was a singer. He was a comedian. He was a, he was just all all sorts of things, you know, actor, cross dresser, all of these things. Some guy. Yeah, whatever. You fairy. Of course, we want to know if he admits it. Now, let's see. Here's a fax that says, at twelve minutes after one at five sixty. Don't forget, Mo is out there at the ballpark, baby. It's opening day. Oh. Oh yeah. Am I excited about opening day or what? You fairy. Right. He admits it. Even after all these years that I've been telling you about dial a mattress and sleeping on a mattress from there myself, by the way, as you know, some people are still a little bit leery about picking up the phone to order a mattress over the phone without uh, feeling it and squeezing it and touching it in the mattress, too. Well, here's the deal. If you go into a bedding or department store, I guarantee you one thing, you're going to get ripped off. No question about it. If you want the best deal going, you're going to make that one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS. And because Dial a Mattress has got the most liberal exchange policy going anywhere, there's no risk. If, you don't, if you're not in love with the mattress they deliver, they'll take it back give you something else. Did you know that 1-800-MATTRESS has got more repeat customers than anybody else anywhere? Once you try it, you'll never go back to a showroom again. 
They give you no BS, no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands you know and love. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be calling the company ranked number one in customer satisfaction. All the top names are waiting for you there. Serta and Sealy, Simmons and King Coyle, Tempur-Pedic and Stearns and Foster Hewitt, too. And don't forget, right now, Dollar Mattress offers no payments or interest until 2006. Be sure and tell them that Fat Boy sent you by. They'll tell you some stories. Call Dollar Mattress toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS for all the details and find out why yours truly and George and Miguel and Fat Boy himself and even Mo are all satisfied customers. Call today, toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS or log on to their website, mattress.com. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. When it comes to entertainment, it's Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560. And loves Neil Rogers. This is Learn to Spell with Don L. I'll be Don L. Jackson, and today we're going to spell the word paradise. Spell it with me now. Paradise. P-A-R-A-D-I-S-E. Now, let's use it in a sentence. Whenever I goes out to gamble, I always take along my lucky paradise. Be good to me now. This is Learn to Spell with Don L. I'll be Don L. Jackson. I thought that's where we were right now in Absolutely. paradise. 117 at QAM, and uh, here's the facts. Very important news. FYI, Peter Jennings announced he has lung cancer. Okay. How many hours ago did we have that on? About 30, man. Thank you, Leonard, but you're a little bit slow. Okay, by the way, the Pope has got a bad headache. God. Wait till you hear this. You think you've seen, uh, you haven't seen the worst of it yet. The censorship crap that's going on. Oh, goody. Fascista USA. I heard some news about it. Did you? Yep. The chairman of one of the entertainment industry's most important congressional committees says he wants to take enforcement of broadcast decency standards into the realm of criminal prosecution. Oh, my God. How do you like that? Yep, that's the story. Yeah, that's because I told you about it. Representative James Sensenbrenner, Republican of Wisconsin, told cable industry executives attending the National Cable and Telecommunications Association Conference in San Francisco on Monday that criminal prosecution would be a more efficient way to enforce the indecency regulations. I prefer using the criminal process rather than the regulatory process, he told the executives. In other words, if somebody blurts out crap, he is just, uh, there you go. Thought my piece was empty there for just a second. You had to reload. The current system in which the FCC finds a licensee for violating the regulations casts too wide a net, he said, trapping those who are attempting to rein in smut on TV and those who are not. People who are in flagrant disregard should face a criminal process rather than a regulator process, Sensenbrenner said. This is the way to go. Aim the cannon specifically, aim the cannon at people committing the offenses rather than the blunderbuss approach that gets the good actors. The people who are trying to do the right thing end up being penalized the same way as the people doing the wrong thing. It was unclear exactly how he'd go about criminalizing violations of the indecency statutes, but probably just killing some people would be a good idea, huh? Sure. Just like that Florida that bill we got in the legislature. Send them to jail where they won't swear Somebody anymore. Somebody kind of like uh, gives you a dirty look out on the street? Go on the way. You're protecting yourself, man. You're protecting your assets. Although cable and satellite TV are not covered by the indecency statutes, and of course John Ashcroft, even though he ain't in power no more, he still likes those covered up statutes. Senator Ted Stevens, Republican of Alaska, chairman of the Senate Commerce Committee, and Representative Joe Barton, Republican of Texas, have said they want to bring multi-channel programmers into the legal mix. They want to bring them into the mix. In other words, a.k.a. censorship. Stevens attended the convention Sunday when he met with top cable industry executive sources, said the executives hoped to persuade Stevens to back off. During the meeting, the cable operators demonstrated their blocking technology, but it was unclear whether Stevens was swayed by their arguments. Do you think he swung and swayed like Sammy... I think he switched. Oh, Sammy Gay? You fairy. Yeah, Ted Stevens from Alaska, another evildoer, another right-wing lunatic. 
Oh, and speaking of uh, people who are really fired up to a frenzy, Lauren Bacall. <clears throat> Too much smoking, sweetheart. She's still alive, though. Is she? 80. Okay. It's not that old. Pope made it 84, and it was with all those gunshots and Parkinson's and all those other uh, stories, plus mm -hmm. all those evil things he did. Veteran actress Lauren Bacall has once again hit out at her fellow stars, this time branding them of minuscule talent and for looking too skinny. She told Radio Times magazine that actresses only think of stardom and sacrifice everything for fame. Bacall said her marriages to actress Humphrey Bogart and Jason Robards effectively studded her career. Do you know she was married to Jason Robards? I have no idea. Now we know. They're both dead, by the way. Poor Jason Robards. <laughs> Maybe that's why he drank so much. I put my career in second place throughout both my marriages, and it suffered, she said. She added, I don't regret it. You make choices. If you want a good marriage, you must pay attention to that. If you want to be independent, go ahead. You can't have it all. Today, women with minuscule talent are willing to sacrifice everything for their careers. Minuscule talent. Mm -hmm. Bacall 80 caused controversy in 2004 when she was quoted as saying her birth co-star, Nicole Kidman, was not worthy of the tag legend. And, of course, she's not. But she denies it was meant as an insult to her acting abilities. I said I didn't understand why she had to be labeled when she has her whole career in front of her, Bacall said. Bacall said today's crop of stars lack talent. Actors today go into TV, which I don't consider has a lot to do with acting, she said. They only think of stardom. If you photograph well, that's enough. I have a terrible time distinguishing one from another. Girls wear their hair the same and are way too anorexic looking. Yeah, she's got a point. Yeah, kind of, kind of like Avril Lavigne. Right. Oh, I like her a lot. I, mean, I can share sure. that because Josh ain't here today. I like her a lot. But she's uh, anorexic looking. Sure. Eat a sandwich, Avril. Right. She added, we live in an age of mediocrity. Stars today are not the same stature as Humphrey Bogart, Jimmy Cagney, Spencer Tracy, Henry Fonda, and Jimmy Stewart. And she happens to be, well, she could have left him off. Absolutely correct. What's wrong with Jimmy Stewart? Jimmy Stewart? Even though I hated that, uh, uh, that, that, that movie. That, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, Cornball. Yeah, well. You think he was a great actor? I don't know. So Not great. He was good in Rear Window. Yeah, he was. Grace Kelly. Sergeant York. Oh, Raymond Burr was in there, by the way, too, in Rear Window. Oh, that's right, he was. That's why they called it Rear Window. I did not know he was gay. He admits it. Bacall saved Barb praise for Hugh Grant. Oh, my God. Calling him charming and marvelous. Not a great actor, but he doesn't have to be. Put Hugh Grant on the list. Thank you, Lauren, for mentioning his name. Because that's another one. Hugh Grant. He makes me want to vomit. In fact, he and Eddie Murphy, they got that thing going out there in L.A. on the freeway with the cross-dressers. They, they can't, haven't got it figured out yet. So speaking of gas prices going up real bad, gas prices are causing financial hardship for a majority of Americans, according to a poll released yesterday. Fifteen percent of respondents said the current price of gas is causing them serious hardship, that it uh, jeopardizes their standard of living, while 43 percent described moderate hardship. Less than half, 42% said gas prices are costing them no hardship. So you got 15 43 is 58. 58 42. The 58% report that gas prices are causing them financial hardship of any sort was an increase from 49% last spring and 39% in 2000. Seven in ten respondents said they shop for the cheapest prices when they're planning to fill up, and 57% said they got consider they're considering a more fuel-efficient model next time they buy a car. Well, there you go. Don't be driving those big gas-guzzling SUVs, George. I'm considering a more fuel-efficient model. <coughs> no, no, you're not. Sure. Right. Gagging on it. it. Yeah. Consider this. That? 5670560. Oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Ball game. I'm, I'm getting choked up about opening day. That's it. Oh! Big ball game day. The Braves in your Florida Marlins. No, seriously. It's supposed to be. I remember this argument we had with some caller. Oh, but Neil, it's opening day. I don't care. No, but uh, you don't get it. It's opening day. See? Yeah. God's punishing me. Not for anything else, but because of the opening day thing. I see. Take a swig. <laughs> if you take the ass off swig. what you just said, if you take the ass off swig, what do you got left? Wig. 
and Fig. Joe Pesci just walked in, looking very much like Boca Brian. Look at that. What a clown. What a... Have you had the disc? i got to have it right now, because Muff already told me there's uh, one on there that's just a killer. Wait till you hear this. Well, I can't Boy, wait. Now, it looks to me like he's wearing that for real. No, no, that's his comedy piece. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Woo. All right, now put your heads together. Yeah. And let me get my camera. Beauty. Oh, now, now look at that. Yeah. He even uh, painted two nipples on his uh, forehead. <laughs> it looks like one. Okay, now here, here, wait a minute. Here we go. He told me about Absolutely. All right. Oh my God. Let's put that on an endless loop and just play that till um, Mo time. What do you say? Mo time, show time. 26 after 1 at QA, and hey, if you think you have termites in your home, you better call our friends at Riddit Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. And now, by the way, it's the beginning of termite season. It bad. Riddit Pest Control uses an amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. I mean, they're gone right now, if not sooner. If you have termites, here's the best possible way to eliminate them. And keep in mind, you don't have to tent your home, which is one of the most embarrassing and inconvenient things you could ever do. You don't have to worry about poisonous gas, no moving out or staying in hotels, no worrying about food or pets and your health. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil, and you never have to leave. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing that's left is a clean scent of oranges for just a few days. It's true. If you have a termite problem, call Riddit Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. No tenting, no kidding. Call right now for a free no-obligation inspection, 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. Forget about that tent job that makes you look like you're living in a circus and a clown routine. Call toll-free to rid it today, 1-800-447-4348. When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Straight from the Vatican. Be the first kid on your block to have Pope you. Of course, it's not real. It's safe and pliable plastic, but it resembles genuine Pope Pure, as approved by the Vatican. Be a panic. Win friends. Have fun with fake Pope Puke. Available for a short time. What time is it? Oh, yes, a very short time. Better hurry and get your Pope Puke today. <laughs> Too late. 132 at 560 WQMER. Skinhead uh, Boca Brian in there trying to outdo me. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't, it's not you. Believe He's been doing it for a while. No, not good. Yeah, put it's better a than the other thing. Put a burka what? Looks better than the, uh, his other style. And what is that? 
just the little the Colonel Clink. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Oh, and by the way, some more good news. A new Houston Chronicle poll shows support for House Majority Leader Tom DeLay has slipped drastically in his district. How do you like that? All right. And a majority of his constituents disapprove of how he handled a Terry Schiavo case. Nearly 40% of 501 voters questioned last week said their opinion of the powerful Sugarland Republican was less favorable than last year, compared with 11% who said their view of him has improved. Uh, half the respondents gave DeLay a somewhat or very favorable rating. But 49% said they would vote for someone other than him if a congressional election in the 22nd District were at hand. 39% they'd stick with him. 49-39, he's losing right now. And the rest are like, eh, I don't think so. And then when he starts killing some of them judges, it's going to get really bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we got to do something about damn judges. Oh, and speaking of people uh, dying, female boxer. You know, on a sports station, you can't say anything against boxing because it's a very manly thing. What do you think of the fight? You know, everybody's got to watch the fight, whatever whatever the fight mm-hmm. is. You know? Sure. The fight. You see the fight? No. Should have been banned a long time ago. Even Howard Cosell, who made his bones covering boxing, by the way. <coughs> huh? Right. Yes, he did. Well, his bones probably don't smell too good right now, but he made them covering boxing. And he said beyond a shadow of a doubt that it should be banned forever. And it should be. It's barbaric. It's grotesque. It has no purpose other than to inflict injury. And look at all the, uh, well, anyway. A female boxer who died from injury sustained in the Colorado Golden Gloves boxing match this past weekend is believed to be the first woman to die in an amateur boxing match ever in the USA. Becky's or Lentes, 34, of Fort Collins, died Sunday afternoon. <coughs> said Howard Dan. You know, this room, it got to me yesterday yeah. by about this time. And it's doing the same again now. Yeah. There's crud in here, man. Yeah. I, I'm sitting here wondering. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. eating anything. I'm going mm-hmm. to the dentist. I'm not going to eat with crap in my mouth or anything else. And, uh, you know, yeah, there's is. something in here. Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, God. Sick building. Lawsuit. We have sick building uh, syndrome. Not just the people. And no wonder we got so many sick puppies in this joint. Maybe some of them were like very, you know, decent, normal people before they came in here. You think? No. Oh. Anyway. Becky Zolentes died Sunday afternoon. A preliminary cause of death was blunt force trauma to the head. Results from an autopsy conducted yesterday not released yet. Seriously, this is getting uh, bad. <coughs> Got a tickle? Huh? Maybe, maybe I ought to buy some of that Pope puke, and then they'll think it's somebody else's. Because I'm just getting ready to puke in this room. This is, there is a fungus among us, man. Maybe uh, Gary Sarner's out there pumping that poison gas, you know? Maybe some of those Orthodox guys like him learned something in WW2. Maybe he's got some connections at Bear. Uh, Zalentes was hit by a punch by her opponent, Heather Schmitz. That's her name, no Schmidt. Heather okay. Schmitz. And despite wearing protective headgear, fell unconscious to the canvas during the third round of her match late Saturday. Ringside physician jumped into the ring, but she never regained consciousness and died several hours later at a hospital. Zalentes, who had a 6-4 and four record, isn't that great? they got to put a record in yeah, was married. <laughs> She's dead now. Won't see her no more. I don't see any coverage on TV about that, but look what's on there. Uh, but it is a, a little bit uh, uh, strange because uh, you can see the two there. Uh, Jimmy Carter was in the White House in 1979. When yeah, it's back to the Pope mobile again, man. Back with more of the Pope stuff. We got the first woman boxer ever to die in the U.S., and uh, we don't get like one second about that. It's not a news story. We had another American soldier killed in Iraq yesterday and a whole bunch of Iraqis. Over 100,000 dead Iraqi civilians are estimating now. They're finally starting to goose the numbers up mm-hmm. to be somewhat a little more honest. Not too much, but a little honest. It's and, worth it. But don't forget, choose life. Freedom's on the mark. Choose life. Culture life. Don't ever forget it. When in doubt, choose life. Always err on the side of life. Side of life and right. killing the evildoers, too. WQAM, hello. I can't believe we've gone through the whole day and nobody has suggested suggested Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh my God! 
Yeah. Wow. He's the worst. Oh, now that you're going to get our facts or Carolyn upset. She's going to be wild if you do that. Well, there's something wrong with Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with Leo. There's something wrong with Leo. Remember that like expression, that. egghead? i got to agree with Nadine every time, though, on Johnny Depp. He's the most beautiful person ever. He's a, he's right in there. He's right in the <laughs> oh, He's beautiful. And can we just say bye, Pope, already, please? Bye-bye, Popa, Poppy. Bye-bye. Okay, see you. Yeah, Johnny Depp sure is pretty. And of course, my saying that. You fairy. You know, I would be like my making an admission right on the ear, you know. He admits it. Now, wait a minute. What's with the what? What is with the granny glasses? Doesn't he look like he looks like the Dalai Lama? <laughs> <laughs> it's his new gig. Wow. He moonlights as a spiritual guru. He, he looks like uh, uh, Gandhi, doesn't he? <laughs> he looks like Mahatma Gandhi. If they only knew. Wow. A few people just had smell of his man could take a puke at this. <laughs> wow. 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 WQAM. Hello. I'm a McDonald. WQAM. Hello. Hi. Yes, sir. Um, I wanted to find out about where I could read that article that Neil was uh, reading earlier. Which, uh, which one is that? The Pope. The one about the Pope? Yeah, I turned on halfway through and I didn't catch I'll it. I'll take it out of the wastebasket and see what the website was, okay? Okay. Okay, see. Well, let's see. That's anyway, see, and I always do this. Yeah, you do. Huh? You put it in a discard pile. Why do you have to rip it up all feverishly? Oh, I don't know. It's fun. Maybe I didn't rip it up. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's something about Lauren Bacall and Hugh Grant and gas. Oh, and this is all full of uh, mung from in a wastebasket. Maybe that's that Pope puke is in a wastebasket now. That is so bad. Yeah, that's really insensitive, you bastard, you. You're going to rot in hell. There's uh, Michael Jackson. Here's that article. <clears throat> and the website is not from a website. Somebody faxed it to me. Although it's got, doesn't everything have to be from a website somewhere? Here it is. Typically. Got it. Opednews.com. Op-ed, O-P-E-D, op-ed-news.com. Got it? Got it. Slash Fox Matthew. Got it? Got it. I hope the guy's writing it down, because that's it. Oh, i got to put all this stuff back in the trash. Bad. It's okay. We don't care about this show day anyway. It's opening day for the Marlins, man. That's right. That's where it's at, baseball. And don't forget what Mo always tells us. You don't want to lose, uh, be a community without Major League Baseball. Why, I'm not really sure, but you don't want to be. Isn't that what he always says? Right. Then you'd be, uh, you know, Bush League. Bush League. Yeah, we don't want to be Bush League. God forbid anybody should ever say South Florida is Bush League, even though obviously it is. It's a Bush League paradise is what it is. You fairy. 20 till 2 at 560 WQAM. Hey, I'm sure by now you've got to be familiar with Anthony Caliendo. He's about the most famous guy in town now. He's the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage. Before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you don't know yet. Most banks only work with three different mortgage products, which ain't much. And if your credit is less than absolutely perfect, get ready to hear that most famous, that most disgusting two-letter word in the English language. No. That is the one. If you're not working with the right lender, chances of getting approved are only 50-50 at best. Do yourself a big favor. Call right now, toll-free, 1-888-483-LOAN. That's 1-888-483-LOAN. Let the main man in this team put you into a mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender or maybe even being turned down because you called the wrong number. Call the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage today and get the deal you're looking for at 1-888-483-LOAN. And don't forget, every time they close a loan, a portion is donated to kids in distress. So why call anybody else? Avoid the bait and switch. Call the main man today, Anthony Caliendo. It's a toll-free call, 1-888-483-LOAN. When it comes to entertainment, we've got the biggest personality. Neil Rogers, it's 872, Sports Radio 560, QAM.
Hey, all right, there, supplicant, step aside. I'm the new Pope, see? I stand before you now. <laughs> and there's going to be a few changes around here. Starting with a few spritzes of Glades Mist. A few, in fact. You shut up and do your job. But it's slippery and moist up here. I hired you to be my hat, and that's that. That's what you're going to be, see? I ain't a hat. I'm a miner. A miner? Might as well. We'll get a better grasp of my head. Like this? Ooh, oh. that's better. Where's the Hebrew National Guard? Dad, you mean the Swiss Guard. Yeah, like I said, bring me the Swiss Guard. Hello. Where's Where the Swiss Guard? Well, uh, I'll have a half a pound of Alpine lace. Yes, my holy father. You know, no, wait a second, by the way, something. Yes. I like it sliced thin, see? You know, with the paper. Okay. And a pound of gabagool. Boy, <laughs> quit thinking on my skirt. You're giving me a camel, too. Can you just get back on my head? Jesus Christ, they don't even make a good hat. You're useless. I can be a hat here. I'll massage your brow. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You're making my slippers, Coyle. Now I'm a great man. Here, let me bless you, my son. Under the door. Under the door. Under the door. One forty-five at QM. Somebody says Nicole Kidman for the poll. Nicole for the poll. Got it. And somebody says somebody you're going to get upset. Andy Garcia. You like Andy Garcia? He admits it. Anyway, somebody says I hate Andy Garcia. He makes me sick. I wish he would uh, uh, have gone back to Cuba with Alienito, Alien Gonzalez. And by the way, the abuelo said no change. They still keep checking. No change. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless lines. Don't forget, we got the big extravaganza today, baby. Opening day. Oh! The Marlins. Oh! Now, is Mo going to be telling everybody that he's rooting for the Braves today? He's a Braves fan, which he's entitled. That's his opinion. Is he going to be telling people that? No. Probably not. WQAM, hello. Yeah, the ugliest guy in the world. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> he's he, on there. He's already on there, yeah. Whoopi's already on there. And uh, moving up nicely, by the way, Whoopi's got uh, 30 foe. You'll be pleased to know. 30 foe. WQAM, Hello. Hey, Neil, you watching that uh, crackhead on uh, Fox News? Which one is that? The guy on the high-speed chase? No. Waving his purple cape out on, uh, on, on, on the door? No, I'm watching all the Getskis there in uh, St. Peter's Square. On MSNBC, the MSNBC. Just bottled water deliveries. We found folks from back home who are here because they felt they had to be. They're there because they're, all those are touristas there. That's because most of the people there are touristas. See, folks from what back home. What a great home. line that was. Yeah, they're there because they have to be. It's, it's they obligatory. felt they have to be. That's right. Otherwise, they're going to rot in hell. They're going to miss something. <clears throat> they're going to miss a big deal. They're going to miss when he falls off that slab. That's going to be bad. They keep slapping him around like that. They're just, you know, increasing the chances. Velcro, I'm telling you, he's glued on. Is it. he Velcroed to that thing? Yeah, you know it. It looks like his lips are Velcroed back they don't in take my... no chances. Man, he's looking really bad. Come on, bonus era. You know, if the, a coat hanger would have evened out those feet so that one, you know, they'd be at least at You're the same angle. You're obsessed with feet. I've never seen anybody as obsessed well, with feet that's as all you. you that, see when they show The guy him. from Whammy, that uh, kid, whoever the hell his name was, you're obsessed with his feet. What? Where was he, he from? He wore sandals. I don't where know was where he from? was from. No, yeah, you do, because you said those people have uh, funky feet. No, that's a different uh, story. No. Yes. Well, who are the people with the funky feet? The Indians. Not American Indians, the Indian, Indian, Indian Indians. Indians. Well, what do you know about them? They have feet like tree I frogs. I got more Indians in my apartment building in Toronto than you've ever seen in your life put together, man. Have you seen their feet? No, but I smell their curry. Well, you'd never forget Woo! it if you did. Man, if their feet smell like their curry, wow. I don't know what they Woo! smell like. I just well, know what they look like. Believe me, you don't want to. Tree frogs. WQAM, hello. Yeah, what about Lassie on the list? <laughs> WQAM, hello. 
Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? That skit was uh, that was incredible. The one with Howard David as the Pope. I almost forgot what I was going to tell you. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, did you see that article online from that uh, Muslim prophet who predicted the U.S. was going to end? I don't know if you discussed it on your show. The U.S. is going to end. He, he writes this whole article about how the uh, the tsunamis in Asia are going to pale in comparison. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, well, so all the all the uh, nut jobs are saying that. Yeah, and uh, to him, this is he doesn't have, he doesn't have to worry about destroying the U.S. Well, President is already doing a great job of it. He's yeah, got a good he's already start. got he's already got a nice head start. He's but got that head start like, program. But to him, I'd like to say this: Yeah, Kasafois is what he's trying to say. That's what he wants the message to send along, okay? Hey, listen, go eat some of Trafe, will you please? Go to Wendy's, get you a bacon cheeseburger. It's good for you. Stop with all the religious nonsense, okay? Stop it now. Well, there's Peter Jennings. Well, I mean, we don't know. He said he's going to work through the chemotherapy, and it is possible that he'll be able to. Listen to that fruitcake. Who's that? I have a 91-year-old grandmother who just went, now, you fairy. Did. Oh, my God. What a screamer. You fairy. Holy moly. Wow. Is that a... Jennings is the last of the three the standing of the long-time network anchors. <laughs> Good God, what do you this want? This is the kind of fags that they put on the so air. Your face will be missed if you well, don't there there you And has ABC announced... Mark Pyther, that's her name, Mark Pyther from Newsweek. She's a floater. Anyway, it's, uh, in fact, maybe that's what uh, was in my eye when I went to the ophthalmologist yesterday. That is, I still got that floater in here. Maybe yeah. it was Mark Pyther. Mark Iser. I get it. Oh, there's Peter or Jennings. Who could take the anchor chair one day. No, I'm... What are we going to do? Tom Brokaw's gone. Dan Rather, they forced him off the air, and now Peter Jennings. I'm waiting for the news robot. Maybe Rick Sanchez on ABC. Oh, what do you no, say? Don't, don't. Ricky Ticky Sanchez, oh, baby. Geez. He's a killer. When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 516, QAM. On an all-new The Shivo, Michael Chiklis stars as The Shivo in his first lay-down performance. What are you doing? Insert the two. But Dr. Friss the is... The Lord God Bush commands you. Insert the two. What would it... The Shivo wheels into action to crush crime. Hey, man, what you doing here? What would it... Don't miss any of the two-fisted action as the Shibo dozes into a coma with a will to fight crime and a will to survive. You see that? His cheek wiggle. Oh, come on. Hello, she. Okay, reinsert the two. What were the... Hey, put that tube away, will you please? 153 at 560 WQM. The tension is building, man. You could cut it with a butter knife. Moe's going to be out there at Gaethje at the ballpark at the uh, stadium at uh, whatever it used to be called. Dolphins Stadium. Dolphins playing there? No. And we don't care about the Dolphins because we don't have them no more. We got the uh, Marlins, though. We got the pregame at 330. The Marlins and the Braves. Opening day, man. How come we didn't go up there today? I should have, like, uh, done my dentist tomorrow or something. We should have gone up to the ballgame. Would have been a blast. Oh, yeah. Huh? Me and Boca Brown could have gone up there. Right? Had a good old time. Rubbed our heads together. I'll get the fire extinguisher. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, is uh, is Richard Gere on that list? Yes, he is. Oh, okay, thanks. You're welcome. How's he doing, by the way, old Dick? Let's see. Uh, 35 vote. In fact, Richard Gere is uh, right on Whoopi Goldsberg's behind. Goldberg, Goldberg's. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, maybe the Catholic Church can give back some of that stolen money. And yeah. Make things right. Make things right with everybody. I'm going to hold my breath, Pally. Don't hold yeah. your breath, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. 
There he goes making up stories again about that Vatican banking scandal. Next he'll be talking about pedophile priests and stuff like that. Making up all those terrible stories to get that William Donahue all bent out of shape. You know, the one from the Catholic League, that far yeah. that's always angry and pissed off and got that look of, ah, you know. Donahue. Whatever his name is. Ho, yeah. That, that he be. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I just want to give a shot. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Happy Tuesday. Thank you. you. And uh, is uh, Neil, is Richard Gere's uh, hamster on that list also? Yeah, he's got 27. <laughs> Have a good day, Neil. And back to you. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, can I have one to your poll? Go right ahead. Um, he's a real uh, sucky actor, uh, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Oh, my oh, God. It's un-American to knock Billy Crystal, but you go right ahead. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Nobody watches his movies. Okay, thanks. Billy Crystal, yeah, he's a little, uh, I'm a little tired of him, you know? You're not? Well, I don't think he's made a movie in like 10 years. But I'm a little tired of yeah, him anyway. Yeah, I'm not well, talking about his movies. I'm just tired of him, period. You know, the Oscars, the uh, Emmys, the uh, whatever, the Teletubbies. I'm just I'm just tired of Billy Crystal. He's okay. He never stole a freight train. I mean, I prefer, in fact, I'd rather have, I was going to say Chris Rock. I'd even rather have Kid Rock than uh, Billy Crystal. I'm just tired of his act. WQAM, hello. Rock solid. In fact, I'll guarantee you that he'll be on one of those baseball broadcasts from somewhere. He's always he's a big baseball fan. Billy Crystal. Is it the Cubs? Somebody. Oh, you know who else? Bill Murray's also a big Cubs fan. He and Harry Carey are going to be sitting side by each up there. That big uh, bullpen in the sky. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, two things. I don't know if it's just me, but I've been trying to get your website for about an hour now, and it keeps redirecting me to like some uh, pill. No, place. I got it right here. I'm looking at it. It's okay. working just All fine. Right, I'll try fine as GI wine. All right. Uh, uh, you might not agree with me on this one, but Tom Hanks. No, he's already on there. I hate Tom Hanks. Okay. He makes me, he makes me uh, do a wild diarrhea. All right, perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Neil. Okay. So there you go, two out of two, a tutu. By the way, I had Bishop Desmond Tutu on her before. He was uh, oraculating about the Pope. Now, do you think when Bishop Tutu uh, meets his maker or when he dies that they're going to have like a big sentence like this about uh, Bishop no, Tutu? of course not. Do you think that when the Dalai Lama starts singing hello and goodbye, Dalai, that they're going to like have a big no. sentence like this? No. you think that when a rabbi from uh, uh, Yoshki, uh, uh, whatever that place is? What's that place? Yoshki Shul in Hollywood when he dies? No. No. But with a pope, see, this again goes back to the whole arrogance of the thing. That's what really frosts my fat ass, okay? You want to go there, like the woman said, we we had no choice. We had to be here. We felt the spirit of Christ compelled us. Uh, we liked the outfits, whatever it was that drew them there, you know? Go ahead. Have a good time. The Italian people will gladly take the money of all these sucker tourist idiots there, these getchkeys. They'll take your money. they got something to peddle you, okay? And then the gypsies will steal your wallet and your credit cards. But, I mean, quit trying to, like, just drown us in a sea of this religious crap. From one, I mean, it's bad enough we get it from all the religions, but from one denomination? Although it is one hell of a show, I'll say that. Oh, yeah. This is, this is even, that'd be a good poll someday. Who, who puts out a better show, the British monarchy or the Catholic Church? That's, that's, that's right. tough. That's the toss-up. There is so much no pageantry and their expensive outfits, and they got the, what do they call the uh, guard there at the Buckingham Palace? The, uh, whatever the, they call uh, The Royal Guard. No, yeah. that's not the what they call guard. Wait, Come on. I'll come. Whatever they are. It'll come The there. right guard, the left guard, middle the guard. middle guard, right. They put on one hell of a show, man. They got all those expensive outfits and the thick plush velvet. And then, of course, in Rome, we got the Swiss guard with those striped uh, things they wear. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the cardinals and the bishops and everybody's got their own. They got the green ones and the purple ones and all the vestments and, and like that. Very sad. And what's even sadder is that most people, you just can't reach them anymore. It doesn't make them bad people. It just makes them lost. 
They're the British Royal Palace Guards. Is that what it is? The Royal Palace Guards? Yeah. Well, excuse me. Well, or, whatever they are. They're, royal they're, Guards, for sure. And the best part of it is when, you, when people come along and they'll, like, poke them, you know, to see if they can get, mm-hmm. like, the, an expression on their face, they poke them. And nothing happens. That's what Prince Charles said. Prince enough. Charles said that he keeps trying it and nothing happens. Well, I mean, if you were engaged to Camilla, you'd try something else, too. I'll guarantee you that. Yeah, anything else. Right. I hear he has. Anyway, here's what we got. What actor actress bets bet fits this? I, I got to get out of this room, man. I'm going to go running out of this place. This is a sick place in more ways than one. I won't ever see a movie if uh, so-and-so was in it. J-Lo, 250. Look at that. Mel Gibson, 101. Pauly Shore, 92. Ben Affleck, 48. Julia Roberts, 45. Whoopi Goldberg, 36. But who cares because it's opening day. Bye, bye, bye.